millions of listeners now tuning in across the country. It's showtime! Introducing the star of our show! His name is Bill Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I just... I just sniffed myself. How do you smell? I don't know. I don't know. Sniff, yeah. sniff me. What do I smell like? Oh, you smell like amazing deodorant. Is uh, that what it is? That's not a brand. I don't know. I didn't, it doesn't smell quite right. <laughs> you don't have underarm alarm. I, think, I need to get back home and shower. I don't I don't feel clean. It's very yucky and sticky out today. It is. It's yeah. sticky icky. <laughs> Welcome to the day. It is uh, Wednesday, May 23rd. Oh, look who decided to come in. Straight name. Oh, buenos dias. There? There's Danielle. Good morning. There's Samantha. There's Froggy. Hola. There's Scary. At the top. Three. I want everybody in the place to be to oh, make no. some noise if you feel with me. Oh! Happy birthday! Ha! I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my throat. Would it have been nice to have been in that room that night? Yes. Lots of energy in that room. You got real hair, real fingernails. Let me clear my throat. We got to go. We got to do a show. Growing you guys ready up in the go? Bronx, this yeah. was, that was a fan favorite. Yeah, it still is. We'd go to the clubs and we'd scream our heads off when that so would come funny. on. You, you, you hear that first note and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. oh, damn. Yep. Here we going. go. It's a commitment to like five minutes of that, which is perfect. Hey, our first caller of the day is Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Hello, lady. Well, hello, hello. lady. Hey, so how did you like waking up to uh, Let Me Clear My Throat? That was the best song you guys could have played this morning. I needed that. I got four hours of sleep. Oh, wow. That's about what we get every night. I know. (laughs) Perfect. Why only four hours? Why were you up late? You making it happen or you just couldn't sleep? (laughs) I was down in um, Ocean City, New Jersey at a retirement party for my father-in-law who just completed 29 years of service in the fire department. All right. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Well, good for the whole family for being related to him. That's so cool. Did he have a good night? Yeah, everyone had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know what? That's fun. You have those people in your life. Don't forget, you have to celebrate them. You yep. know, they do good, good, cool things. And so I'm sure he deserved it. And he had a great time. He, retiring. What's he going to do now? What's it like to retire? What's that like? <laughs> he's very happy to be part of the Check of the Month Club. And he's been helping us rebuild um, an apartment that we have. Oh, wow. there he goes. Elvis wants to be part of Check of the Month Club. Yeah, I want to be part of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll too. settle with two checks for the month. Anyway. Well, look, Jessica, exactly. thank you for listening. You know, we continue to uh, celebrate National EMS Week this week. All the first responders, all the EMTs, EMS uh, professionals, everyone, yeah. everyone who's out there keeping us safe and keeping our pulse pulsating. We thank you very much. Have a great day. You're the first caller. You got an Elvis Duran shirt on the way. Thank you, guys. Can you ruin it for me? Do you really want us to ruin it? Absolutely. All right. We're going to ruin it for you. All right, Jessica. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Get some sleep tonight. Hold on. Let's go around the room. We'll start with you, Samantha. What's on your mind today? So, Elvis, I know I don't have to tell you this, but everyone should do something for someone, even if that person can't do something for you in return. And my parents did that. Yesterday, my mom called me and said, hey, we have a new roommate. I said, why? You don't need, what are you getting a roommate for? She said, oh, I overheard one of the hairdressers at my salon saying he was going through a tough time and living in a hotel, so he's going to come live with us for oh, a while. Oh, that's so that cool. That was nice. Isn't that amazing? That's so, so nice. I'm so excited. I got to go meet him. His name is Jose, and my mom calls him her little ho. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I can't wait. So I just think it's awesome my parents are doing that, and and yeah, I'm, I'm that happy. That is awesome. Yeah, right? Anyone's lucky to meet my mom. This woman's crazy I think great. we're all going to move in with your mom. Yeah. She'll have you. <laughs> What's up, Danielle? So this is more proof that I am a child. Yesterday, I was in Ulta, and I was trying to find a new base makeup, right? So I had to buy this one only because of the name of it. It's called Chubby in the Nude. Oh, cool. <laughs>
<laughs> now, here's my question. Who That got through the censors. There was somebody in that. It's from Clinique. There was somebody sitting there going, yeah, we're going to call this one Chubby in the I don't think it's nude. all that dirty. Uh, what? Chubby Are you in, kidding? No, it's Chubby in the nude. <laughs> Come on now. It's so funny. <laughs> but, I mean, do, do you actually like the shade or you, oh, just bought, a, you just bought it because of the name? Oh, no, I like the shade too, thank goodness. But I just could not, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I, I sent a picture to Froggy. I, yeah, my, my husband and I were sharing. What are you, two years old? You're a two-year-old. Yes, I'm about, about that, yeah. What's up, Froggy? <laughs> you know, I do, some things I don't understand in life. Last night, I turned on the news. There's a car in a house. I turned on the news again this morning. There's another car in a house. I don't understand how you drive your car into somebody's home. I just don't get it. Do you fall asleep? Are you drunk? I mean, what exactly happens where you end up in your automobile, but yet inside somebody's living room? And what is it with these people who live in a drive-thru? <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, there's another one that just happened like 15 minutes ago. There's a car inside somebody's living room. Hey, Scary, what's up? Are we slaves to our weather app and our phones? Because I know I am. I just take a quick glance when I wake up in the morning and I leave. But today I ran out. I'm like, oh, I don't need a jacket or nothing. Shorts, T-shirt, I'm out. Because it's going to be 70, it's 77 degrees right now, right? Wrong. I was looking at the weather for Fort Lauderdale currently. Oh, yeah. Sorry So about that. I didn't know that it was 59 degrees. So I was like, oh, my God. So I don't know if that ever happens to you where you just wake up and you start... You know, All you really have to do is when you go to your weather app, yeah. look at the name of the city. I know, yeah. but, but I, 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 I do that too. Bahamas comes up a lot because I check Bahama weather hoping. Right. And <laughs> it sometimes pops up and I go, this this can't be here. What the hell? Well, no. Yeah. Really what you do is just look at the title of the city. <laughs> I know, but you know. I don't know. It just seems like an easy answer. It's too early in the morning. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, uh, we're going to be up into the 80s today. It's going to be a nice day. I don't know about where you are. What's it going to be like in South Florida, Frog? Oh, we got a nice day on the way. Much drier, and uh, we'll see 84 for our high. Yeah, we're going to have a very similar weather. All right, let's get into your horoscopes. You're up first, Danielle. All right, Capricorn, do not be afraid to ask for help from a friend. Sometimes all it takes is an extra set of hands to reach that goal. Your day is an eight. Aquarius, conflict is rising when it comes to making a decision. It's okay to bend your original ideas and change things up. Your day's a nine. Pisces, it's a great time to step out of your comfort zone and try something new. Everybody's going to be impressed by your new skill. Your day is a nine. Aries, all of your hard work is about to pay off. Keep pushing forward and success will follow. Your day's an eight. Taurus, you may feel like people uh, keep piling things on your plate, so just take a deep breath. You got to prioritize your duties and then you're going to complete it. Your day's a ten. Gemini, talking to someone about your plans may help them fall into place very nicely. Be open with your communication. Your day's an eight. Cancer, it's important to set priorities and fulfill responsibilities. Don't coast by now. You're going to play catch up later. Your day is a nine. Hey, Leo, you're about to reach an important milestone. Oh my God. Treat yourself <laughs> <laughs> to a celebratory dinner and don't be afraid to show off your days of 10. I will. Virgo, if you're uncertain about what you should be doing, go with your gut. Your first instinct is usually the right one. Your days of 9. Libra, you may have opportunities in front of you. Be sure to weigh out the pros and cons before making a decision. Your days of 9. Scorpio, you are the perfect planner and organizer, which is why people rely on you. Create the best event you've ever done. Your day is a 9. And Sagittarius, you've been in a constant routine for as long as you can remember. It's time to switch things up. You can do it. Your day's an eight, and those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. On the heels of, uh, well, the other night's very, very, very big Dancing with the Stars show. I know. Adam Rippon and Jenna Johnson are here this morning. And they might bring the Mirrorball 
trophy and a mic and really? touch it. Did you guys ask <laughs> them to bring it? No, but they've been doing the interviews everywhere yesterday, and they had it in their hands. So I figured it was just glued to them. So well, they are in New York. Let's hopefully, hopefully, no one stole it. I didn't leave it on the anyway, subway. Adam Rippon and Jenna Johnson are here. I think Froggy has a little food news for us later today. Yeah, it's going to be a busy day. Once again, it is Wednesday, May twenty third. You guys ready for your big wacky Wednesday? Yeah. All right, come on, let's have a Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at Elvis Duran Show. Do I look completely stupid to you? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, it's Elvis Duran. You've heard how Wells Fargo is holding themselves accountable for recent issues. They're working hard to rebuild trust, reestablish core values, and stay vigilant. So check out where they're headed at wellsfargo.com slash renew. You just might be surprised. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I don't know, Greg T. This, this, <laughs> What's the matter? The Wheel of Games, it's getting a little odd. It's Why? fabulous. I yeah. think you should take the games that are on the wheel that we spend back to, like, traditional games, like Monopoly. <laughs> that <laughs> takes some, a long time. Or some video games. Yeah. But, okay, I'm looking at the list of games on the wheel today. Yes. We're going to spin it. It's going to land on what's in Danielle's bag. Right, oh. so somebody gets to take three guesses, and we try to find it in Danielle's bag. Okay. It could land on tidy whities boxers, or briefs. Right, well, we have uh, Brody and Scary Nate pull their pants down, and then <laughs> they guess who's wearing boxers, briefs, or tidy whities Oh, that's good. I don't understand. They pull their pants down, then they, they just... show us their underwear. And then so they, the listener yeah. guesses who's uh, wearing Danielle, what. Right. Okay, Danielle all right. Will say if you're there's, right a, there's a game on the Wheel of Games today called Doo Doo. Right. So I just thought it would be a funny way to say it. But, you know, I don't know the lyrics of songs, but I certainly know how to doo doo the hits. So I'm going to doo doo right. the hit, and <laughs> then right. somebody will. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm calling it doo doo. Uh, here's a, a game on here called Shock Collar Trivia. We know yes. how to play that. And yes. also In the Butt. That's well, a fan favorite. Yeah, In the Butt. Right. So I have put something in my butt. And then, you know, Scary has to get it out and then tell us. No. Oh. Okay, no. well, let's uh, let's do it. Wheel it's now time to uh, spin the wheel of game. All right. Let's see who uh, gets to play today. It's Christy. Hi, Christy. Good morning. Welcome Good morning. to the wheel of games. Do you have a favorite I'm game excited. you hope we land on? Do you want to play What's in Daniel's bag? Do you want to play Doo Doo or In the Butt? <laughs> Probably in your butt. Okay. Yeah, in my butt. No, it's in the butt. In the butt. No. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. It landed on doo doo. Oh. Yes. All right. I like doo doo. It's now time to play doo 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 doo. All right. So, uh, are you up to date on your music? I mean, if if Great T doo doo's the hits, will you be able to tell us what they are? I hope so. Okay, well, right. there's only one way to find out, and that's actually do the do-do that you do. I made it very simple for you, Christy. Here we go. All Listen right. closely. So how okay? many songs does she have to guess? Just this one. Oh, really? You, oh, to, you only have to guess one doo-doo song? One mm. doo-doo song. All right, listen closely. Here we Here go. Here we go, Christy. Okay. Do 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 Everybody do 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 Come on Elvis do 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 I don't know it I know it but I cannot think of the name Let's try it again everybody scary everybody Nate everybody do 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 of it. Oh. I chose I that song because there's just no, it doesn't do anything else other than Alright, why don't you give her another doo-doo song? 
Another one? Yeah, do you have any more songs to do do? Do 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 do? Come on, I like Christy. I want her to win. Come on. Come okay, on. Let's um, root let's root for Christy. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. I got this. Okay. Okay, this one you got? Yeah. Okay. Um Wait, was the first one Post Malone? Yes. Oh. Psycho by Post that's all it does. Okay, okay, okay. All right, let's try another. I was in the car the other day and I'm like, this song doesn't do anything else other than Doo, 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 I know, doo, they're doo, very, doo, 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 very, very strong three yeah, notes. Okay, let's it. move on to the next doo-doo song. What do you got? Um, okay. Um, <laughs> if you can't, if maybe Froggy, can you doo-doo a song? I could doo-doo a song if you All tell right. me what song to doo-doo. All right, nice, we, Frog, we, yes. we have a guest doo-dooer. Well, Come no, on. We can't tell you what song to doo-doo. Well, then she'll somebody text it to me. Come on, just, just doo-doo Just pick a, a doo-doo song. Just doo-doo a song. <laughs> okay, um... Put it in the form of a doo-doo. Um, hold on, I'm looking right now. Okay, here, I'm ready. You ready? Yes. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
be blowing it yeah. You know, you know what I mean. We should do that to Greg. It's Greg, crazy. we need to send you to a. Some big thunderstorm sometimes. They love no. it. Danielle, no. what do you have coming up in the Danielle report? Uh, well, we do have a new voice champion, but we were saying that we normally don't hear about them after the, they win. Okay. <laughs> so you're not going to do the story. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely do the story. But right. And Disney getting ready to open Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Brody, how excited are you about that? I'm very excited. I'll be at Disney next month. Oh, very nice. Well, it's not open yet, so I'm sorry. I'll wait. All right. <laughs> listen, 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 listen while I'm getting ready, when I'm stressed out. They're always so positive. They always make us laugh. I literally listen all the time. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. See, I'm up late watching TV. Can't think. <laughs> what? You want to talk about ZipRecruiter? Yeah. All right. They should go out. They should get in touch with ZipRecruiter here at iHeart to find a replacement for me. No, they should. Well, you every day you say something about leaving. <laughs> I know. You it's... find some way to sneak that in. Wouldn't it be kind of fun to kind of just disappear one day? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <clears throat> anyway, no. if you're in charge of hiring at your business, doesn't matter what size your business is, you need to hire a superstar to come in and just make it all work. That's why ZipRecruiter has a different way to hire. Rather than you putting an ad out there, then you have to go through and sift through all the resumes and everything. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for. They identify the people with the right experience. Then they invite them to apply for the job. It's a whole dif- different way of hiring. Yeah. It's going to revolutionize how you find your next hire. As a matter of fact, 80% of employers who use ZipRecruiter, they have a perfect candidate within the first 24 hours. They don't stop there. They even have like the ZipRecruiter countdown where they give you like the top five people who are most qualified. <laughs> and then when you count down to number one, bing. That's the person you hire. Yeah. <laughs> Here they are. It's a no-brainer. Zip Recruiter. Businesses of all sizes use Zip Recruiter. Imagine Ryan Seacrest is who they brought in here. Yeah. <laughs> here he counted he them down. <laughs> count them down. It's totally free if you use it like this. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Use ZipRecruiter to hire for free right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Can I just tell you guys, I'm like about to cry because I'm so excited to be talking to you. Oh, really? I'm shaking right now. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, so Danielle reports on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Up late watching TV. I just couldn't sleep. And I'll tell you why. And I don't know if you ever fall into this hole, but there is so much to see on TV. I, that's a problem. It's nonstop. But last night, I was look, I was watching old game show networks. Uh, I don't know why. There's one called Buzzer or something like that. Oh, beat, or, is it Beat the Buzzer or something like that? Network, right? It's a network. Oh, it's a network. But I was watching the shows on the network. Okay. And I, I it, was, it was these old shows. You know what they are, Scotty B. Come here. These old game shows, I mean... How many different networks do they have with old game shows on them? There's a few of them, but Buzzer is now the one that really has all the old, old ones, and I love it. I watch it all the time. Yeah, Buzzer was great. Card Sharks. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I mean, th- these old, oh, yeah, old game this. shows. Match Game, yeah. Family Feud from 1981, To Tell the Truth, What's My Line, I've Got a Secret, Card Sharks. But what's so funny about it, Danielle, is these are games that were played and either won or lost. 30, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, it's cool to see. I like to watch them for the old hairstyles oh, and that the old what it clothing. Is? And I'm like, oh my gosh, look at how they used to look and how young they were. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I was watching Sale of the Century on Buzzer while I was going to sleep. And I saw a woman on there and she was from my town. So I found her on Facebook and I, I reached out to her. And it was like 30 years later. And she said, oh, you're the first person that ever reached out to wow. me in all these years. It was the strangest thing. Okay, so we have the old game shows that are playing. Yeah. Now, another thing I find interesting are networks that play old football games. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. But we do that in our house. We will watch old baseball games, like classic baseball games. Yeah. Yeah. 
I well, love that because it's consolidated down. Like they'll play like a, a, a famous game, a classic, and instead of it taking three or four hours, they consolidate it down to all the really good plays, and you can watch the whole football game in like an hour and a half or two hours. It's so wild to me because I mean. In my world, you know, I'm not the biggest sports fan, but I go to a game or watch a game because I'm interested in the final score. I yeah. want to know who's going to win. You know right. who's going to win. It's published. It's yeah, right there. You can Google it. You know what? It's funny. I'm not, I'm not a fan of either team. Like, I'm not a fan of the Texas Longhorns or uh, USC, but I'll never forget that epic game they had for the national championship when Texas won. Vince Young scored a touchdown right at the end to win. That game is so much fun to watch because you're on the edge of your seat, even though you know the outcome. All right. I mean, talk about a spoiler. Thank you. Uh, how, years ago, but how, okay. How dirty? How dirty is your bed? What do you how, mean? How like, dirty is your bed? I, I, well, it depends on the day. Look, <laughs> yes. I, I, no, no, I'm not saying how dirty know. are the things going on in your bed. Oh, oh. you're talking about if like I change oh, the sheets? Yeah. Oh. I mean, for me, my bed is my happy place. I go there when I want to sleep, take a nap, watch TV, yeah. and relax, whatever. But our comforters, our pillows, I mean, they're really dirty. Oh, comforters especially, because you don't really wash those that often. Researchers did this study at uh, North Carolina State University. They swabbed 41 chimpanzee beds and tested them for microbes and stuff. Yeah. They found that human beds are more likely to be crawling with fecal, oral, and skin bacteria than chimpanzee beds. Wow. What? What are you, wiping your butt on the comforter? Well, what is it so clean about a chimp? <laughs> yeah. What is it How do you get chimp? fecal matter on your comforter in your own home? Well, I, you know what? I don't have those answers for you, Froggy. <laughs> I mean, I just don't know how it gets there. People spend all sorts of time inside and outside. You get, for instance... If you walk uh, on the city streets with shoes on, you're walking on fecal matter. Right. It's there. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then you walk into your home with those shoes on. You take those shoes off. Then you walk with your bare feet yep. on the fecal matter that's from the streets in your kitchen. That's right. And then you get in the bed and okay. kaboom, fecal matter. Is, that's why I think a lot of people want you to take your, other than dirtying up their rugs, take your shoes off when you enter their homes. They don't want poopies, poopicles everywhere. Poopicles. No, no poopicles. Anyway, so yeah, you need to be changing your sheets a lot. Yeah. And considering you know how much time you spend in your bed, mm-hmm. we all spend a lot of time in bed. It's it's supposed to be quality time, yeah. either awake or sleep. Right. Yeah, I don't need I don't need poodicles. It's your favorite. <laughs> it's kind of like your happy place because it's like you it know is. you know you can relax there. But I have a frowny face. I'm not a happy guy if I know that I've got articles in my bed. <laughs> Hello, Larry. Are you calling about poop in the bed or old game show networks? No, I'm just calling about, you were talking about the match games. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Christy Alley, before she, you know, she became a star, she was a contestant on, on match games. Oh, really? Yeah, she actually won, uh, uh, you know, beat her contestant. Supposedly she was, a, I think, interior decorator, I think, from Kansas. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm going to go you know, look that one up. I want to see it. Interesting <laughs> fact, Larry. You know, a lot of the contestants they have on the old, and the new game shows are people who live in L.A. who are, they're they're actors, or they yeah. actually want to be actors. They, you know, a lot of them work in restaurants and whatever. Right. It's the same people that we see on reality shows. Yeah. They're, they're all a bunch of actors and actresses who right. get cast on these shows, on these shows, yeah. game shows or uh, reality yeah, shows, like The Bachelorette or whatever the hell they do now. <laughs> exactly. So, Kirstie Alley, I'll look for that. Larry, do you do you watch a lot of like old TV stuff that came out before you were born? Well, 
I'm 60, so I'm into the movies and stuff like that. I like anything that's got a good story to it. And uh, Danielle, I haven't watched Jumanji 2 yet, but I'm planning on watching it. All right. Oh, Jumanji? Yes, you need to watch it. Yeah, that. watch it. She, <laughs> she, finally, she finally forced me to watch it. All right, well, thank you for calling, Larry. What's up, uh, Straight Nate? Yeah, he's, uh, he's right. A lot of famous people, actors, were on game shows before they were famous. And there was also a murderer. He was known as the dating game killer. What? What? Yeah. He was uh, on the dating game, and then they found out he was a mass murderer. Oh, my gosh. I need to How look crazy all this is that? Look so it up. Obsessed. I want to see. Maybe we know him. <laughs> I, nah. He does uh, the afternoon show on Z100. <laughs> Rodney Alcala. He looks like a murderer. Yeah, he was on the dating game I mean, while he was in the middle of a murder spree. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. I don't know. You look familiar. I can't quite Sounds like something you. you would do, Nate. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> yeah, we still don't know about that. I like watching these game shows, and then you know, like, the person is dead, that <laughs> the celebrity, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that person's dead. You <laughs> like that? Look at them on the game show. It's just weird for me. <laughs> you might as well watch old Weather Channel updates. <laughs> <laughs> well, they give you like they give you the forecast from like 1989, January 4th, 1989. All right, let's get into uh, the Danielle report. Danielle, yes. what do you have going on? All right, so this is trending on YouTube. So, 15-year-old Deadpool 2 actor Julian Denison, right? He cannot even watch his own movie. Uh, he said that he is going to introduce a fundraising screening in New Zealand later this month, but he can't even stay to watch the movie because their Deadpool 2 is rated uh, like R16 or something, and he's not old enough. So he's in a movie that he can't even see. But I thought that was interesting, you know? Here, here get in here, do your lines, and then you gotta go home. Not allowed to see this movie. It's crazy. Uh, I'm not surprised at this. The Big Bang Theory, CBS, the most watched show on broadcast television last year. CBS was the most watched network again for the 10th straight wow. year. So they're doing something right over there. Sam Hunt has baby fever. He says that he has more baby fever than his wife, but she's coming around. Britney Spears' baby daddy wants more child support. Kevin Federline's lawyer says that he deserves three times the amount that he's getting. He gets about $20,000 a month in child support. The kids do live with him right How now. How much do kids cost? They're expensive, but I don't think mine costs that much a month. <laughs> no, really. Have you ever thought about how much you, you spend on your kids? Yeah, I spend I, a lot. It's not $20,000 dollars a month. No, no. no. I no. mean, this is celebrity talk, so they spend uh. a lot more than normal people do. Uh, Liam Neeson is joining Chris Hemsworth in the new Men in Black movie. Uh, we have a champion from The Voice for season 14. Bryn Cartelli won. That gives Kelly Clarkson a win in her first season as a coach, so Kelly Clarkson is very, very excited about that. Um, I don't know if we're going to see The Voice winner, because normally, I mean, think about it. how many voice winners have you seen? Uh, there you go. Okay, tonight, the fourth <laughs> season finale of Empire. In in The Voice, I feel like we really watch it more for the judges. And the judges, the way they interact with each other and how much fun they have. I honestly feel that way. Fourth season finale of Empire. The two-hour, 36th season finale of Survivor is on tonight. You also have Law & Order SVU. Star Krypton is on as well. Next hour, we are going to talk about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up at the Disney parks and what you can expect. You know, Danielle, it's been... Uh... Uh, kind of buzzed about the last couple of days here mm -hmm. at the studios. This story out of Syracuse, the parents were suing their 30-year-old son to get out of the house. Yes. Which I thought was just a crazy story until uh, I actually saw the story. Then I kind of got it a little more. But... Apparently, he had to leave a couple of days ago, I think, that he was supposed to be out by then. 
<laughs> Did he leave? I don't know. <laughs> I, see, Scary and Brody both still lived at home at what, 25 years old? 25 years old. Yeah, until 25. I finally made the decision to leave. Right. Now, did, let me ask a question because I don't know all the details. Did the guy have a job? I don't think so, right? So he was just sitting at home playing video games is what I heard, right? Not really doing anything not right. at 30 years old. Well, whatever he was not doing, the mom and dad were like, you got to yeah. go. Hello? There is a certain Hello? there is a certain age where you need to contribute or you need right. to get out of the house. Exactly. So it wasn't mu- as much about getting out of the house as it was lack of contribution. Right. He probably right. had no motivation and he wasn't going to get a job and he wasn't looking for a job. I get if your kid falls on hard times. Well, they're saying he didn't even help around like with chores okay. around the house. Hello? That's a problem. If your child falls on hard times or they lose their job or they're getting a divorce or something like that, and they need you for a while, they want to come back. I mean, that's a different story. But right, but when you go home, help around the house, do do stuff. Don't just eat and leave your stuff laying around and think your parents yeah. are there to clean up after Take you. Take your grandma, your mom shopping for groceries. I mean, anyway, well, they took in front of a judge, and they ruled he, Michael is the guy's name, he has to leave the house, or he had to leave the yeah. house immediately. Wow. The day, I remember, Scary, the day you moved out into your yeah. first apartment, your mom cried, like, she all did. day long. She she, was fighting she back. missed her boy. She was fighting back tears. So I, it's so hard for me to fathom that this case existed. That parents are taking their kids to court, the kid to court to get the hell out of the house. What parent doesn't want their kid in the house? Okay, but if your kid is thirty years old and has no motivation and isn't contributing, doesn't have a job. That's my cousin Carmine. Thir- okay, well, oh at thirty God. years well, old, your cousin Carmine needs to get, get some a job. motivation. Come on. See, you don't have kids, so you don't, you don't, you know. I think it's an- we have two. You have two parties at play. You have the kid who's still living at home, but you also have the parents. They may want them to never leave. Yeah. They may, they they don't want to face getting older. And yeah. part of getting older as a parent is your kids they fly out of the nest, you but, know. And that's fine. Also, if you're an older parent and you need help, and maybe your son is contributing, your daughter's contributing, they're helping you, they're taking you to the doctors, blah blah. But if your kid's sitting on the couch playing video games at 30 and not doing a damn thing, come on. Isn't one of your kids here today? Yeah, Spencer's here. Can we bring him in next and like <laughs> tell him he's about to be kicked out of the house? Oh, he's gonna, he'll probably say good, <laughs> knowing Spence. Uh, well, let's talk about that okay, coming up. Fine. And Greg T. Yes, sir. Yeah, we, we got to take a break. We're running really late. Exactly. But, well, let's get into this next. Hold on to everything. The morning, the, the morning Show's official YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Elvis Duran Show, and subscribe today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, it's Elvis Duran. You've heard how Wells Fargo is holding themselves accountable for recent issues. They're working hard to rebuild trust, reestablish core values, and stay vigilant. So check out where they're headed at wellsfargo.com slash renew. You just might be surprised. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A. So back to this story. I find it so interesting. Uh, parents in Syracuse, New York, they sued their 30-year-old son to get him out of the house. Mm-hmm. And apparently the backstory is he didn't really contribute to the household chores. He didn't really have motivation to get out and find a job to help contribute to anything. So they actually went to court to, like, just eject him from the house. Yeah. Victoria. Hello. Well, hello. hello. Thank you for calling. So you work for the court system, and you say that this is, isn't that unusual. This happens a lot. It does, actually. What we usually see in the court system is that a parent owns an apartment building, so the kid falls on, on hard times, they're getting evicted, or they're leaving a situation, and the parent's like, hey, I've got this empty apartment, why don't you move in? And then at some point in whatever portion of the future, the kid stops paying rent. 
and the parents are like, hello, you need to like pay your bills oh, or get out, yeah. and the kid refuses to leave. Well, plus, you know, their yeah. apartment, yeah. Bu- their apartment building is their, it's their business. I mean, they need to be making yeah. money off that. I get it. But but to have, let, let's say I'm still living at my mom and dad's house in my old bedroom. And I come out, you know, from breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or I sit in their living room and play video games yeah. and, and, you know, scratch my private parts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like maybe yeah. sometimes this is the parent's way of lighting a fire under your ass and maybe yeah. telling it you, totally you know. It totally could. It totally could, but it really depends on where you live. So certain states have different rules regarding what that would classify as a squatter. Oh, really? So uh, Yeah. I know that we used to have these squatting laws here in New York City where yeah. if you if you were living in a dwelling long enough, and don't quote me on it, you could actually say, <laughs> well, no, I'm not living. It would take a lot for them to get you out of there legally. Yeah. So I'm just going to yeah. squat. I'm going to go find someone's really cool house and just sit there. <laughs> See what happens. Anyway. See how long it takes for them to make me live. Yeah, maybe they'll notice I'm there. All right, Victoria, thank you for listening. Go have a great day. Thanks for listening every day, right? Every Thanks. Day? Have a great day. Right, good. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, um... I would love, if my mom and dad, God rest their souls, if mm-hmm. they were still alive, I, I think I'm at the point in my life where I'm ready to move back in. <laughs> but oh you God. would help them. Oh. You wouldn't be no. sitting on the couch scratching your privates. I don't think that's the type of person you are. No, I'm ready to just give up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to move back into mom and dad's house. Just give up. Let them cook and clean for me. Do my laundry. You know? I mean, I'll tell you, my favorite moments when mom comes over, because when I go out for the night, I come home, I know the dishes are done. See, I know mom put stuff away i want that every day yeah Yeah, froggy you know when i go home and see my parents i could live with my mom forever my mom and i get along great but my dad and i after about mm, three days it's like okay i need to go home he needs to have so that's your incentive to get out maybe you know the things your father does that makes you want to leave i bet he just does them when you're around because he he wants you to leave i think he does because my son's 15 and he always said every time he gets in trouble i can't wait to have my own place i'm like you and me both bro only three years will be 18 enjoy it look at that you're gonna make him leave at 18 if he wants to, he can go. I'm not going to make him, but if he wants to, he can go at 18. Okay. It's up to him. So Aaron is uh, here. Hi, Aaron. Hey, good morning. Well, good morning. Welcome to the show. Now, you had a neighbor growing up that lived, yeah. with, lived with his parents. You saw them uh, recently, and they're in there in their 70s. He still lives with yeah. them. He's like 50, yeah, they're, 52. Yeah, they're in their late 70s. I asked them, is Chris still living with you? And he's, their, their dad, or his dad, he's like, yeah, he's... 52 years old and still lives in this damn house. <laughs> well, I know. Now, does he live there because it's great for the parents? They love having him there? Because that's that makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, that's common. Or, or is no, it... because no, because he's lazy and he likes his video games. Yeah, yeah well, that's a different go. story. All right. I understand yeah. if, if also you're physically unable to live on <clears throat> your own and you have to live with your parents and they take care of you, but... It's different, but if you're you are just a lazy ass sitting on the couch at 30 years old and you're playing video games, you have no motivation to go get a job because mom and dad have been taking yep. care of you all right. this time. Come on, all right, Aaron. Thanks come for listening on. to Aaron. Aaron, what age were you when you left the house? Uh, I was 17 because I went to uh, join the military. Yeah, you know, I left the house when I was 16. Oh wow! Uh, I just couldn't wait. As a matter of fact, when I got my first apartment. Uh, I had to have my mom and dad sign because I was underage. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was I crazy. I had to get out. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Thank you very much. Well, back to the story in Syracuse. The guy, the 30-year-old uh, son who was evicted legally, uh, he wanted six months notice. He's oh, like, well, okay. No, he did. And what's he going to do with that? Well, he he said he needed time to get his life in order before he you know went out there in the cold, cruel world. Now, here's the thing. If... 
it was the first time that they had this discussion or whatever, then I could say, okay, fine, I'll give you six months. Get a job, get an apartment, and then we will talk. If it wasn't, if it was like the umpteenth time that you told him, get the hell out of here, get a job, then no, you're not getting six months. Right. Bull, Look, you know what? I, you know, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about it. I have several friends who still live with their parents, but yeah. they each have legitimate reasons for yeah, being there. Yeah, and you know? I have a couple of friends who are, are legitimately helping their parents. Their parents okay. need the help, and, the, they're, and they're there for them, which is great. Danielle, your son Spencer. Yeah. Let's say, you know, <laughs> later in life. Uh-huh. He moves back to the house for whatever reason. Yeah. Maybe that reason is you need him there. That's fine. Maybe the reason is you just miss him. Yeah. And he has nothing else to do. He's going to come yeah. stay with you. So as, as long as he's showing some form of initiative. Yeah, and responsibility and not just sitting on the couch playing video games. You're okay with him staying there. Of course, of course. And if he fell on hard times and he needed our help for a while, we're his parents, of course, you know. But my kids have already decided who's taking care of me when I'm older, and Spencer said it's not him. (laughs) I said, who's taking care of mommy when she's old and she's in the home? And Preston, the little guy, said, I'll take you, Ma. And Spencer said, nope. (laughs) I'm like, thanks. Thanks, Uh, Here they are now. Oh. Who's here? Spencer's here with his friend Kevin because of Dancing with the Stars. Hi, Spencer. What, Kevin so. was on Dancing with the no, Stars? No, no, Kevin is one of his friends. Yeah. Hey, Spencer, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good. So, uh, how old are you now? I'm 12. Okay, 12. So, so we, you know, we're ta- you hear the story we're talking about on yeah. the show? This guy was 30 years old, and he he refused to like work. He refused to help yeah. around the house. He just sat around just kind of scratching his private parts and playing <laughs> video games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um... He didn't want to leave. They had to sue their own son to get him out of the house. Mm-hmm. Now, do you see you staying in this in your mom and dad's house until you're like 20-something years old? I don't want to get out of the house. I don't want to be in my mom's house for my entire life. I don't want to be in there for so long. Let me ask you a question. What age do you think you'd like to go? I can go anytime. No, Tomorrow. Let me, let me just tell you something. You are 12. Yeah, but... What, what does that matter? What, what is age? I tell you, I moved out at 16. I was 16 years old. Right. Yeah, that, that's go. only four years away. Now, isn't that kind of a little freaky that in four years' time you could basically leave that house and go live in your own place? happening. Yeah, I'll leave at 14. 14? <laughs> Good job, Spencer. Fine. Now, hold on. Now, Spencer, so your mom said that when you get older, you've already made it very clear you're not taking care of her. Why is that? Oh, but she should be able to take care of herself. When I'm peeing and pooping on myself, you're not going to help? No, because that's disgusting. Yeah, no one wants to do that. Oh, wait, she did it for you. That's right, I did it for you. Yeah, but you're a baby, so you can't do anything about that. But yeah. when you're an adult, you can. You see that? Okay, Spence, what about Preston? What about your brother? Is he the one mo- most likely to stay in the house and never Yeah, leave? Preston would be uh, helping my mom when she's older. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Which is not, got one. not long from now. Love you, Preston. Yeah. All right, Spence. Spence. You're going to move out when you're 14. 14. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, what kind of bachelor pad are you going to have girls well, coming over at 14? He, he and his brother have a plan of, like, getting their own apartment together and that they're going to have a dog and they know what kind of car they want. And I said to my little guy, I go, you do realize that Spencer gets to move out first. And his face was like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> well, I said, he's going to go away to college, too. He goes... What? Like, he, he did a whole concept. He just doesn't understand. No, no, I'm going with him. I'm like, you're not All going right. with him. Have fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Love you, Good Spence. luck. You know, your dad's in real estate. He can help you get a swing and pass. <laughs> yeah, he can. <laughs> uh, scary. I just want to know how little do you have to love your children to not take them back if they came back into the house after they lost their Is job? it a love thing or is it just no. it's time for them to be on their own thing? Where's, isn't your mom on the phone? She was. My mother and father were on the phone. Where are they? they Hold on. 
we're, yeah, we're having phone issues. Are they, I'm scary. I don't think it's a love thing. I think it's a why are you coming home. If it's a you're coming home because you fell yeah. on hard times or you need some help, then that's different. But if it's a you're coming home because you're a lazy right. ass and you can't work for yourself, then I think then that's a problem. And also, yeah. let's talk to your mom and dad about this. Hi, uh, Scary's mom and dad. How are you? Hi, good morning. morning. It's the mom. Good morning, mom. (laughs) Hey, so uh, remember the day little Scary left the house? He he said you actually cried. It was a sad day for you. Yes, it was. It was bittersweet. We didn't want to see him leave. But then again, uh, he was of age where we felt that it was time for him to be on his own. Yeah, uh, he was 45 years old. Right, yeah. No, 25. (laughs) 25 years old. I saw you holding back tears. Okay, now, let's be real. Okay, so when he left, not only... uh, your 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 son is now a man. He's leaving. He's on his mm-hmm. own. But also, mm-hmm. it, it left maybe a little bit of more quiet in the house. You, Absolutely. You, so well, it, I shouldn't say that because then I had my daughter and I had my other son who was here. Right. And uh, but uh, but you know it it was bittersweet, and I just felt that um, you know I guess it was time for him to leave. I we didn't want to stand in his way. Right. Do you ever you know, look at him now, right Mom? Decision. Do you ever look Excuse at me? him now? Do you ever look at him now and say, yeah? He still can't take care of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. He did, he, did, okay. he did a good job. All right, so Roseanne, uh, may yes. I call you Roseanne? Is that cool? Absolutely, right. absolutely. So now that he's been gone for 20 mm-hmm. years or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you're all your kids are out of the house now, right? Yes, they okay. are. Uh-huh. Are are you really are you really truly enjoying having the freedom to kind of just come and go as you please, not have to worry about anyone in the house? And you see them on holidays, and you know, isn't that enough yeah. now? Aren't you kind of happy how things turned out? Oh, absolutely. I appreciate them when uh, we get to see them. But you know, um, I, I miss him. I miss him a lot. You miss me so much. And you ditched me on I- Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Scary actually cried because right. because you, you you and your your husband left town on Mother's Day. He was very yeah, upset. well, we had no choice. Excuse me, Elvis. Yes, Tony. sir. Yes, sir, Tony. How are you, sir? Listen, he can't Tony. come back. My airplanes took over the room. <laughs> it's your airplanes? The airplanes that I fly took over his room. Oh, he's That's got air, remote back. control airplanes. Yeah. yeah, those are dangerous. He can't have someone living in that, that space. <laughs> he can't come back. All right, so look, uh, you guys were cruising down the Danube River while your son yes. was at home crying, missing you. But, you know, I, I would assume this, because uh, I'm not a parent, even though I have a dog. And by the way, how come Scary doesn't know how to pet a dog? Was there? Did you ever have... <laughs> Because my mother lied and said she was allergic to pets, the dog and cat hair, just to say that was an excuse. See, when, when he goes we to pet, trained it, him that way. Because my dog, my dog uh, Max is here today, and every time Scary goes to pet him, it's mm-hmm. as if his arm isn't connected to his body. It's like this other. He it, it won't touch the dog. He's like, I don't know what to do. He never strength. grew up with the dog, so he's yeah. not really used well, to it. Okay, so hold my, on a second. You lied to him and told him you were allergic to animals when you really weren't. <laughs> Oh, you gave away my secret. Right. I did. <laughs> okay, but let me let me get to something. I, I, I'm just making assumptions here, Mom and Dad. Now, uh-huh. if if and I don't have a kid. I have a dog that does not know how to be pet by Scary. Now, if I'm if I've, I have a kid, I have kids, and then they grow up. I watch them grow up. They graduate. They get great jobs. They move out. They get their own apartments and houses. They have their own families. I would think that one of the reasons I'd be sad to see them leave is because it reminds me of how my life, my calendar is clicking by, mm-hmm. you know, it, it yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Oh, yes, absolutely. Time is flying by and I see that. We, I mean, we both see it, you know. You get that empty but, nest syndrome, you know? 
Uh, yes, yes, we do. But, yeah. you know, listen, uh, I'm very, we're very proud of him, and we see how successful he is, and we see how, you know, that he can stay on his own and survive. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we just kind of like uh, feel that's, uh, that's the best thing. Well, Anthony, I'm going to ask Anthony a question. Anthony, yes. let's say Scary uh, lost his job here for whatever reason. Oh. <laughs> uh, and he and he fell on hard times. Would you guys let him come back in the house, or would you just maybe support him temporarily somewhere else? Nah, he's always welcome he, back in my house. My, my, any back. of my kids are welcome back in the Absolutely. house. We'll find, okay. We'll find, I mean, he may sleep on the couch, but he's still uh, <laughs> he's, he's still welcome back. Of right. course. Of course. Okay. Now, what if I lose my job? May I move in? <laughs> Elvis, you can move in any time. Yeah. Anthony can stay where he is. <laughs> Wow, see? All you got to do is put a velvet rope around the couch. Scary will be there tomorrow. I'm coming over. Aunt Millie can make dinner for me. It's going to be fabulous. Oh, man. All right, well, listen, we love you both, and have a beautiful day, and thank you for the gift of Scary. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, we love you guys, too. Have a nice day. <laughs> you yeah. Take care. You take Aww. it easy. Uh, oh, I forgot to ask them if they wanted grandkids. Oh, damn it. Can you call them back? No. <laughs> I think they have a grandkid. Don't they have one? They do. Lucas. They, do they want others? No. Now, do you pet your, your, your nephew like you do my dog? <laughs> I do. Have you, haven't you ever seen a movie where a hand just comes alive and it, can, it can't, like, figure out where it's supposed to be? Yes. That's Scary's hand when he pets my dog. It's like poor Maxie. He pets, he pets him backwards. It's, it's very it's weird. weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's the strangest, strangest thing. We're sorry, I don't know. your mom. I can't lied believe your parents you. lied to you and told you they were allergic to animals, so you couldn't have one. That's awful. That's hysterical. At the end of the day, though, you know the house you grew, you grew up in with your mom and dad. It's not a house anymore. It's a home, and it, it's 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 your it's your protection. You feel safe there. You feel loved there, and so I definitely see why I would have. A little need for motivation to get me to leave. Yeah. Because I love I love my mom and dad and the house. Even though you know I just they drove me nuts. I drove them nuts. And mm-hmm. but it was it was home. And I tell yeah. you, I, you know, maybe not till you're thirty, but if you can stay as long as as long as you can to save money, that is is a good idea. Because once you're out of the nest, all your money's gone, <laughs> like that. And then you open oh. that credit card hey. that they give you, and then forget it. Uh, one more call from Dominic. Hi, Dominic. Yeah. How are you? Good, how are you? Doing well, sir. Are you still living at home? No, sir. <laughs> so what's going on? It, you, you're saying it, what, it, it says here on your note that it, it gets worse. What's that? It gets worse. Well, uh, I myself do not live at home, but I have a neighbor who lives two houses down from me who I've, I've known my whole life. I'm 32 right now, and I have a wife and kids. We have our own house. But I've known this guy since I was, you know, a young teenager. And he's 44 now, and he still lives at home. Now, are there are there circumstances yeah. that make it make sense for him to right. still live at home? Um, I don't know, but about seven, eight years ago, he met this girl, and they ended up getting married. And I, you know, I know his parents were well, so they were probably excited that he's getting out of the house. But instead of that, he decides to move his wife into his parents' house with them in the basement. Oh, my Lord. Oh, they must have been so excited. So now <laughs> they still live in the basement, and now they have a child. So now all three of them are still living in his parents' house in the basement. And I've talked to his mom several times, 
and she she doesn't know how to get rid of them. Oh, so they, they want him out of the house. Yeah. He just they keeps do. adding people so, to the mix. So it's not like his parents need him there, because there are parents who do. Yeah. But not there. No. Well, before they know, they're going to have a family of like 10. I know. My friend Harry needs to move in for yeah. a while. They're, they're, they're breeding like mice in the basement. He's got a slumber party going on over there. Oh, my God. All right, Dominic. Oh thank you very much. You tell them we said hi. You know, what are you going to do? You know, Elvis, something you just said is really true. Like, it's funny how I can go to anybody else's house and I don't feel at home. But I feel at home at my own house, obviously. But when I go back to my parents' house, I feel like I'm at home. I feel like I can do whatever I want to yeah. do. Yeah. I don't I don't feel like I'm intruding. I don't feel like I'm in a different place. It I get just that. feels like home. Mm-hmm. I get that. You know what? We got to take a break. We're really late. But you you brought up something. Danielle, you brought it up about yeah. finances. Yeah. Like, you got to save your money, whatever. This is a whole different topic. But I brought this up here in the studio the other day. And yeah. people got very, very sweaty and anxious. Really? There was a study that came out the other day that says you need to have at least half of a year's salary in savings. Who who really has that nowadays? It was Garrett talking about it. Think about that. How much money have you been saving? No one's saving money. No, and so many people live paycheck to paycheck. And live with mom and dad. Yep. I saw an article today. Right? I saw an article today that said that the average, uh, only 40% of uh, Americans could c- cover a $400 emergency expense without having to sell or um, or borrow wow. money. Wow. Sell something or borrow money. I, I, have to, I, have to, I go to Chinatown and sell my body to Chinese businessmen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For $400? Don't you, don't you always feel <laughs> like least. you get ahead, like maybe you save a little bit and then something happens like your car has a major oh, yeah. problem. Well, no, that always it knows. May I address that? Yeah. Let's say I saved $1,000. Yeah. I'm going to get a call that, hey, man, we need $999 down here right now. <laughs> yes. Right. It's like, how do you know? Yep. Are you connected to Chase? It's ridiculous. You it's know like... exactly how much money is in my yeah. account, and you ask for it almost to the oh. penny. Anyway, I don't want to freak anyone out, but you know, in radio, we, we have these laws. There are things you don't talk about because you know it's going to go south. It's not going to be a pleasant conversation. Saving money is one of them. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that. Oh we have a phone tap on the way. Who, who, who's doing the phone tap? It's a way back Wednesday from David Brody. Oh, Dave Brody, the, the past king of all yeah, phone taps. That's right. I have that crown now. Thank Danielle you. got that crown. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. Hi, oh. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hey, everybody. I'm Greg T. I used to have trouble sleeping, and I would fear that early morning alarm clock. But now I tried new Zequil Pure Z's melatonin gummies. It's the drug-free way to fall asleep naturally. Now I wake fresh, not groggy. So try new Zequil Pure Z's tonight. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, the letter says, Dear Elvis, my husband Joe and I were coming home from St. Louis. He had a broken leg. We're getting off the plane, and he fell down the stairs at the airport and made it worse by fracturing his ankle. So now this guy has a broken leg and a fractured ankle. He is not in a good mood. Our only goal is to get an ambulance for him to get to the hospital to have it all set and fixed. His primary care physician didn't want to write him one of those little referral tickets to get the ambulance out there to pick him up. He couldn't do it because we couldn't get Joe to leave the house on his own. So he's home with his brother, Artie, taking care of him. After a lot of fighting, he got the doctor to approve the ambulance to come and pick him up to take him to the hospital to get his leg fixed. Uh Already broken leg. Right. Now it's fractured Mm. on top of that. Please, wouldn't it be funny, Doreen says, if you call him up and tell him the ambulance that's about to take him to a world with less pain is canceled and not coming to get him. So wrong. So, Doreen, thank you. We're now calling Joe, and we're going to cancel his ambulance on this phone tap. 
I'm warning you, he gets very mad. Hello? Uh, is this Mr. Hayes? Yes. Uh, hi, my name is David Corneman. I'm calling from Dr. Simon's office. Yes. Uh, we have to go over a couple of details with you. Do you have a minute? Yep. Great. You had surgery on your right knee two weeks ago? Correct. And you called here for a referral? Correct. Because you need an ambulance? Okay, Dr. Simon asked me to go over the records for that. Oh. Okay, go ahead, I'm sorry. It's okay, you seem to be in a bit of pain, are you all right? Oh. We got a call confirming the referral from a, a rural ambulance. Right. Yeah, the referral should not have been given without the, the doctor's uh, okay. He has not checked you out. So we told the ambulance company not to come get you. Listen, you I'm telling you right now, this ambulance isn't here. When I get on my feet, I'm going to come down here and knock your I'm sitting in this chair for five days, and I can't move. I got four kids. I can't move. Not Mr. Hayes. If you dare take this ambulance from me, I'll come down and get you. You hear me, you? What's your name? What's your name? Uh, David Corn. David Cornman. You dare take this ambulance service away from me today? I can't walk. You don't know what it is to live in a real. Uh, I'm just doing my job. Your job is over when I get on my feet. You hear me? You, you, you call them right now and you change your policy. I don't know if there's anything I could do at this point. What's your name? Uh, David Corneman. Did you sprain your ankle yelling at? It's broken. It's broken. I can't move. We can't confirm that. We can't confirm a broken leg unless we see. I can't get out of the house. I understand that. Just tell me. It took me two hours to get to the toilet bowl. You don't know what the f*** is going on here. Uh, Mr. Hayes, just explain to me how the accident happened. Maybe I can take care of this right now. Arnie, get his name. Listen What's to me. Name? Just, just, Corneman, just tell me what happened. Corneman, I promise you I will stop you from breathing if you don't have a f***ing ambulance here. Just tell me how the accident happened. I'll take care I of it. I was on a Continental Airlines flight, and I fell from the top deck of a airport all the way to the bottom and I broke my leg. Okay, I'm writing all this down. Time in five days I get to get out of the house. I get to get to an ambulance to get my doctor's status. And you're going to sit there in your office and tell me I can't have an ambulance? All right, I'm writing all this down. Now, sir. Oh, God. All right, now, were you drinking on the plane at the time? I wasn't drinking. That's your answer. Is there anyone who can verify the broken leg? This isn't like an insurance thing, is it? I want Dr. Simon on the phone right now. Uh, I can't put Dr. Simon. He's on with a patient. I, I, I tell you right now, if you stop this ambulance from coming here today, you're going to have a lawsuit on your hands. I'm telling you right now, Artie, get in touch with my wife and get in touch with the attorney right now. I want your name and your phone number. Look, sir, it's not... It's I want your phone number right I'll give you my phone number. I'll give you the phone number. The second you're getting a call from my attorney, hey, get I'll, my attorney on the phone. Hey, listen, it's not my fault you're a klutz. I'm a klutz? You call me a klutz? You call me a klutz? You call me a klutz? Well, maybe that's he a harsh a word. He called me a klutz. Sir, be careful. You get might... Me on, get me on the phone with Dr. Simon All right, right hold now. on. I'll get him. I'll get him. Hold on. And while I'm getting him, don't sprain your wrist on the phone. Hold on. This David Corneman, whoever the he is, just canceled. My, he's from Dr. Simon's office. He called me a klutz. He says, while I'm picking up the phone to my attorney, I hope I don't sprain my wrist. Uh, Mr. Hayes? Yes? Your wife asked us to play a joke on you. This is a phone tap. This is not David Corneman? No, this is Dave Brody from Elvis Strand in the Morning Show. Uh, hey. Ah! Have an idea for a phone tap? Oh my Go God.
click on the phone tap tab. That was old school. <laughs> this phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tab only on Elvis Duran in the morning show. Did you know why he used the name David Corneman? No. All of it, Birdie's old phone taps, he was David Corneman. Why? Because he we called him the guy in the corner. He was the man in the corner, the cornerman. Oh, I never my knew gosh, that. I didn't know that. That was hilarious. That That's was an old, good, old, Rose. old phone tap. <laughs> the guy was on Continental Airlines. That was from the year 2000. Damn. Anyway, thank you, David Corneman. <laughs> hey, once again, I walk out there to grab one cookie. I wanted one cookie uh-huh. from the Tate's Bake Shop bag. I reach in, and it's empty. It's and- sitting out there waiting for someone to eat a cookie out of it, but there's no cookies left. I don't get it. I don't see why people cannot... Take the bag and throw it in the garbage. It's the second bag today that I screamed about. I saw you screaming out there about something. I wasn't sure what what it was. (laughs) Anyway, so now Tate's has uh, tiny Tate's. Yeah. It's the same delicious chocolate chip or oatmeal raisin cookies you love, but they're bite-sized and they come in a single-serve bag, perfect for snacking on the go. I'm going to keep those in my office. Mm. No no one's allowed to touch those. I'm sorry. I'm getting really mad about my Tate's. (laughs) Keep Keep your hands to yourself. You can also give Tate's. They have all sorts of desserts you can send, and I, I can save you 20%. How's, here's how you do it. I want you to check out this website. Send them to yourself. Mm-hmm. Tatesbakeshop.com. Use the promo code Elvis at checkout for 20% off. That's Tatesbakeshop.com. Use the promo code Elvis. Save 20%. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Oh, my gosh. We were talking earlier about Scary's mom. The reason why they didn't have a pet in their house is Scary's mom said she was allergic. Yeah. Found out later, not allergic. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have a pet in the house because they didn't want a pet in the house. So they used the, well, mommy's allergic right. excuse. When I was growing up, and, uh, you know, I always had cats, and we, 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 had, we were a cat family. And every once in a while, my cat would disappear. Where's Fluffy? Oh, Elvis, <laughs> we took Fluffy to live on a farm. Oh, uh, they did that to me too. It's okay. Fluffy's living on a farm with other kitty cats. Mm-hmm. I had a chicken, and we found this chicken walking around the street, and we brought it home, and we kept it, and then eventually the chicken disappeared. And my mom said, "Oh, the chicken went to a farm." Well, no, your chicken was living on a farm. I, I know. <laughs> I really yeah. hope we never ate that chicken. <laughs> well, anyway, so we got into you know. Look, I'm not a parent, so I you know I don't know how to do this, but the lies that your parents told you. Yeah. I mean, you oh, have gum kids. tree. My parents used to always tell me, Ma, uh, Danielle, if you don't swallow that gum, you're going to get a gum tree in your belly. Right. There's <laughs> like, no gum tree. There's no gum tree. So we, we put it out there. A web girl, Kathleen, hey, come here, Kathleen. She put it out there on social media. Like, what lies did your parents tell you? Yeah. Come to find out through our research, a lot of parents are telling a lot of lies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What do you have? It? Do you have anything? I'm looking right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, when, you, when you find some, there's just in. so many good lies. I know. So did oh. you? Yeah, Froggy, any lies coming toward you? Yeah, I had this really irritating toy as a child, and my dad would always tell me that they didn't sell replacement batteries for that toy. It was the, once the batteries ran out, that was it. It was over. <laughs> you just throw yeah, it away. A lie. <laughs> I'm like that. There's no. And as a kid, you believe it because it's your dad. I tell my kids if you pee in the pool, there's a blue dye. That's gonna like you know show, and everyone's gonna know that you peed Wait, in the pool. Wait, that's not true. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I'm looking on Twitter right now. Uh, oh, Dad! They always told me that Dad was working late, but by working late, they meant he was doing his coworker in the back of Mom's Tahoe. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he was. He's working. <laughs> wow, I'm seeing a lot of X-rated lies too. 
You know, it, but the thing is, is sometimes kids can't handle the truth, right? I mean, right, of course. You can't tell, you know, a kid. Like, I didn't want my dad to tell me that my cat fell asleep under the hood of the car and. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Not. When the no, fan comes no, no, on. No, no. Yeah, no. Little kitty Fluffy went to a farm. There Is are it? innocent lies that you tell your children. Exactly. We all do it. So my mom read, my mom reads palms, and when I was a child, I would ask her to read mine, and she would look at my hand and say, "Oh my, all that clothing under your bed." She thought thought she was a witch through my preteen years, but she would lie on my palm to get me to do chores around the house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You, you know the only thing stranger than a parent lying to you is a, a palm reading parent. Yeah. <laughs> Not being very honest. Hello, Jackie. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? What Doing all guys? right. So, any lies from your parents? Yeah. So um, when I was six, back in the day, my mom used to um, give me cough medicine. She had to stay home with me for the day, and she told me that I'm not allowed to talk for an hour, else it won't work. Oh, that's good. That's how she got you to shut up. It worked. I, then I like told somebody about it. I'm like, oh, you really want to speak for like an hour? And they're like, what are you talking about? Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, Jackie, thank you for listening. Did your mom feed you cold medicine just to kind of get you buzzy so you would hush? Oh, my God. Because no, I know no, parents who do that. 65. Do See, parents ever give the, get their kids kind of drunk? Yeah. Sometimes they give the kids uh, like Benadryl, Benadryl to get them uh, drowsy, but... To go to sleep. With some kids, Benadryl has the opposite oh, reaction. Oh, so you got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, more lies we're getting off of Twitter. Uh, my dad would say healthy food made hair grow on, in, on your armpit, so I ate healthy food. <laughs> uh, also, I was told my mom's tattoo was actually a birthmark. I was 17 when I I realized it wasn't a birthmark. <laughs> it was a real tattoo on mom. I go. told you yesterday about the bad girls home. My mom would pack my bag and she'd put it outside and say, I just called the bad girls home. They're going to be here to pick you up very soon. And I'd be sitting there waiting for them to come and they would never come because she would tell me, oh, I called him again and told them you were being good now. There's a bad girls. Bad, it's under B in the, in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the list. In the directory. Uh, here's a text. Watermelon seeds make you pregnant if you swallow them. Oh, I remember that. There's that yep. one. Finally, we can talk to Jen. Hi, Jen. Hey, how are you? We're doing okay. Well, this is a great lie. So tell tell everyone the lie that your parents would tell you. So we had a house in Vermont with before cell phones, and they would change our clocks back an hour or sometimes two hours on New Year's Eve so they could continue to party all night while we yeah. went to bed. They would celebrate <laughs> fake New Year's Eve with you at the stroke of midnight and then put you to bed, and then they'd get funky. I did that for years. You, you my, did? Yes, I would have a, bowl, you, a balloon drop and everything in my you, living room. At like 9 p.m.? It was 8 o'clock because they had to go to bed and so at 8 o'clock we did Happy New Year and then they went to sleep. But that's a lot. That's you're, weak. you're lying to them. They were right. young. They didn't know. All right, Jen. Sorry for the lies. Uh, one more. Hey, Lee. Hi. 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 Talk about it, Lee. Okay, so my mom used to tell me no matter what I did, she used to say to me, I know somebody who died like that. <laughs> every, every, every day, like, well, my parents were cops, but it was it, it was not cool because I used to tell other kids, hey, when they were doing stuff, I know someone who died like that. So now all these kids are thinking, I know people who died like that. I know. That. But yeah. would it get you to stop doing it? No. Yeah, you not. still do it. And you're still alive. <laughs> Look at that. All right, Lee, thanks for listening to us. All right, Danielle, what do you have going on? All right, so did Barbara Corcoran tell you that she's going to be swimming with sharks? No. So apparently Shark Tank... Sharks will actually swim with sharks 
on the Shark Week special that they have every single year. Good. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see how that's going to work out. I don't think she can swim. We need to call her and find out uh, find out how that's all going to go down. All right. If you loved Double Dare growing up as a kid, the original host, Mark Summers, will return to the new version to provide the color commentary on all of the challenges. There actually will be another host with him. Um but he will be back just to do that. Jamie Foxx will host the BET Awards on June 24th. Uh, the Memorial Day weekend, a solo A Star Wars Story, will be the only new movie in theaters playing on nearly 4,400 screens. Uh, previews start Thursday night. Hollywood insiders predict about $170 million for that movie that weekend. That is nuts. And you know we are all excited because Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will be opening in Disney parks. It opens next year. First, it will open in... In the Disneyland Resort, and then it will move over to the Disney World Resort. A couple things you should know. It's set on the planet Batu, which, according to Brody, is in a real place. Right, Brody? Well, it's not a major place. It's, it's fine. Okay. All right. And uh, you will be able to fly the Millennium Falcon. So the Millennium Falcon will be able to take a ride with you on it. That's pretty cool. The second attraction planned for Star Wars Galaxy Edge will put you on a Star Destroyer. A cantina will serve up some blue milk and expect to see all those characters from a galaxy far, far away because they will all be walking around. You'll get to check them out. Danielle, I just got another text. Yeah. said, uh, my brothers told me that if my dad had pushed one more time, I would have been a boy. Oh, my gosh. Back to you. That's uh, awful. Tonight, the fourth season finale of Empire. You also have the 36th season finale of Survivor. Can you believe the 36th season finale of Survivor? That's just nuts. Law & Order, SVU, Star, Krypton is on as well. Next hour, we are going to talk about uh, Princess Charlotte. She's only three, and if she wears something, it sells out. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, they call that an influencer. <laughs> they do. Uh, Karen yeah. tweets in, my parents used to tell me that if uh, they knew I was telling a lie, they could tell because my tongue would turn black. And only parents could see it because I go look in the mirror and my tongue was never black. Oh. <laughs> parents can only see that. And we have Christina. Hi, Christina. Hi. How what, are you? Doing okay. What lies did your parents tell you? So my whole life, my mom told me when I was little that a squirrel came through the window and took my binky. And I would go to the window and watch the squirrels looking for my binky. And it did not, I did not realize until I was like 18. She was like, no, no squirrel took your binky. Yep. I threw it away. That's it. Oh. I used the pacifier fairy. <laughs> oh, mind blown. The pacifier <laughs> yeah. fairy? What you do is you put the pacifiers in like a little like handkerchief and you put them by the tree and you say that the pacifier fairy is coming to take those pacifiers to a little kid who needs it. Yep. And then the pacifier fairy will leave a gift for the child and then they move on from having the pacifier. There you go. Parents <laughs> lying to their kids. Thank you, Christina. By the way, Scary, your face did freeze that way. <laughs> All right. Uh, take a break. We're so excited. Adam Rippon and Jenna Johnson are here. Woo! We've got to talk about uh, Dancing with the Stars, the Olympics. We've got lots of stuff to cover, so we'll be right back. Bindy, bindy, bindy. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Blue Apron delivers farm-fresh, perfectly portioned ingredients and step-by-step -step recipes so you can make incredible meals at home. Rediscover how fun cooking can be while reducing food waste and supporting sustainable farms and fisheries. Visit blueapron.com slash Elvis. Get your first three meals for free, a $30 value. Millions of listeners now tuning in across the country. So it 
excited. Adam Rippon and Jenna Johnson just both won Dancing with the Stars yes. together. And now they're going to do our show together. So exciting. Did they bring the mirror ball? We'll find out. I don't know. I know Danielle was kind of hoping they would. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know if they did. All right. I'll just go around the room. We'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind today? I, I can't even think straight because they're here. It's so it's so stupid, but like this is the show I watch religiously with my family. This is our go-to show, and this and Survivor now. But I so to have them here, and I watch her all the time. I saw her on tour at Radio City. It's just so cool to see. I'm so excited. I went up to say hi to them, and and I uh, said, "Hey, Adam," and he's like, "Oh, it's so good to meet you, Elvis." And I said, "Hi, Jenna." She said, "I'm Jenna." And I said, "I know you're Jenna." Of course, <laughs> I know who you are. Come on, they're celebrities. Absolutely, yeah. they know that. Mm. Just nice people. Yeah. What's up with you, Danielle? I mean, you just said that. What, uh, scary. What's <laughs> yeah. up with you, Scary? It's so weird that I can be a grown-ass man, but I'm still afraid of my parents. My mother texted me, call me when you're done with the show. I mean, oh. I'm like, I'm like, am I in trouble even like that I don't live with you anymore? Yeah. It's like, it's crazy, but you still get hey, those feelings. They brought you into this world. They can take you out of this world. <laughs> you, probably, my son. you probably said something stupid on air and she just wants to, you to clarify yeah, it. She was about my cousin. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. You shouldn't yeah. be talking wow. about family members. Hey, what's up, Froggy? So the highlight of my day so far is here at the radio station, we have this little kitchen area where there's like a little marketplace where you can buy food. Yep. And they always have the jankety, like, low-grade crackers. Today, they upgraded them. They're like real saltine crackers, and I bought a pack, and they taste so good, and that's the highlight of my day so far. I don't know if that means my day's only going up from here, or if I've already peaked. You know what? Never discount the small things in life that really make life better. Mm -hmm. They were really bad jankety crackers before, but now they're the real true saltines. Enjoy them saltines. Thank you. All right. Wow. Froggy, what's the highlight of your day? Well, they gave us saltines. Right. We're moving on up in the world here. Look, you know what? We all fell in love with Adam Rippon during the Olympics this year, and uh, he, he just a tremendous, tremendous force in his story. There was just so much going on with him there. But then when he was announced to uh, be a contestant on Dancing with the Stars with mm-hmm. Jenna Johnson, we really, really, really were excited yeah. about what could happen. Would he win? He was like, well, I don't know. The guy's really great on ice. I think it's kind of a, it's kind of a fix. I came in the first day and said he's going to win. I if know. he doesn't win, I'll eat a shoe. Well, we found out that each and every week when he and Jenna were about to perform, he freaked the F out. Really? He was out of his mind. Oh, my gosh. But he seemed so calm, cool, and collected. Yeah. Let him tell the story, please. Okay. Uh, winners of the 26th season of Dancing with the Stars, Adam Rippon and Whee! Jenna Johnson. Hi, guys. They're clapping for themselves. Yay! 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 Well, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much. This is a little funny story, background story. You guys were booked on the show before we knew you were the winners. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so it's like... You liked us that much? Well, absolutely. We wanted you here no matter what. But what are you doing? It's making lots of noise. All right. But once you won, it's like your value went way up. (laughs) You really didn't think you were... I mean, let me tell you. From day one, I came in here and I said, if he doesn't win, I'm... It's He's, over. It says over. He's going to win. <laughs> There's no way. Well, you know what? When we were getting ready for the show, I, I said yes to do Dancing with the Stars. And I was like, I think I'll have fun. I think I won't be too bad at it. And then we did week one, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I messed up. Before before we had oh, like started okay. the competition. Okay. Um, because I went in, and Jenna's like, yeah, just try something like this. And I was like, I look terrible. I look you were so just bad. stiff. I was stiff. Well, so, I mean, as coming stiff in. Stiff as a board, light as a feather. <laughs> Basically. Let's play that. In coming in, did you have one moment, uh, Jenna, where you're like, I don't know, maybe he, this is a bad idea? 
Day one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, and, did you know you were getting him? Like that, or do, is it really like the surprise? Like they make it seem like? No, it is a surprise. Okay. I had been stalking him the whole Olympics because I knew we were doing athletes, and I was like, "Please, please, good karma, come on me," because I I just wanted him so bad. And then it's a surprise. It's fully a surprise, okay. and I was like dying. My heart exploded. Oh, did you Aww. know this? Did you know she had such adulation for you? Well, actually, I was going through the pros um, of who were going to be on the season, and I was hoping I was going to get Jenna. Right. But we both did this thing where, like, we didn't go on each other's Instagram or like like any pictures, or basically, I pretended that she didn't exist. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, in in hopes that she would exist. And she did exist. Look at that. I know. But look at you know. Okay, time passes. Look how it turns out. I know. But so Adam has admitted that every week when it was time to perform, he was freaking out much more than you ever witnessed. Did you guys ever have this conversation? It was mental turmoil. No, I saw it. I could read behind. Like, it was so bad. Okay, so he didn't let me know beforehand. And he had been amazing leading up to the rehearsals and to the premiere. And then we're seriously on the floor. They're playing our package. It's like 20, 19, 18. And I'm like, let's go over this part just to get, you know, blanks. Forgets everything. And I'm like, do you? Like every step you Every learned? step. I'm yeah, like, we practiced like, this right for two foot, weeks. And I'm like, left foot, left foot. <laughs> and he's just looking at me and I'm like, we're going down. We're going down. <laughs> Expectations. We're going down. And then he just came out of nowhere killed it i don't he like never had performed it like that and i was like oh my gosh if this is his process i'm gonna kill him and it was Was every week was this your Mm -hmm. process during the olympics as well well you know what it's a little different because like the olympics you train like 20 years for right so like you have have 20 years to get the steps together i like dancing with the stars there's like here's a week and a half so it's like not comparable right but what i do do is sometimes do do what i do do is like when i'm doing something i usually do everything like full out right and then as soon as i try to do it like half out like just mark it i forget everything so when you do do yeah when i do do you do i do do yes yeah that means i can't don't do but but here's what here's what i'm thinking i mean i'm just we're making assumptions we just met each other all of us and when we watched you um compete at the olympics Mm mm-hmm you, I mean, we, we, my partner and I were looking at each other. We just started crying because it was the most beautiful thing. I mean, it just you just you're flowing around the the rank and you just the music. It was all just drama. It was there, and I was asking myself, self, does he know what he's doing? Do you do you even think about what you're doing, or is it just like automatic flow? You just know it so well. You just pour yourself into it. Well, you know. Because I do everything full out in practice, when I get to the competition, I literally only think of like a few key things. And right. That's what I found what I was doing in the dance competition as well, that I practice it so that I don't need to think about it. Right. But then there's that extra adrenaline where you're, it's everything, like your blood is flowing. Yeah. You're like truly living in the moment. Yeah. There have been times definitely when I'm skating and I was like, oh, not good. Really? <laughs> so is he his own worst enemy, basically? Yes and no. I think he's very hard on himself. And he would watch it back. And every time we would like watch it back on our phones, he'd be like, oh, I need to do that. But I need to. I'm like, you're amazing. Like, enjoy it. He's such an artist, I feel like. And he's such a true performer that I think that was 
that was the best thing for us going into the show. And I think people got to see that even at the Olympics. I think he was like a true artist and he had so much beauty on the ice. And I think that's why everyone fell in love with his movement. It was beautiful. There you go. Jenna. But but as far as, <laughs> as far as the judging at the Olympics, I felt like it just, they were looking for this technical stuff. You had to like check off all these stupid boxes, but we enjoyed your, see, I don't even want to call it a competition. To yeah. me, it was a performance. I mean, there's yeah. that thin line between yeah, but for me, it's such a thin line. I'm so thin. <laughs> it's just so crazy. How's your? I mean, did you lose? Did you lose more weight while you were doing Dancing with the Stars? I mean, are you kidding me? Well, I don't when know. I was at the Olympics. I was like, I so, okay. So we were doing the Stars on Ice tour at the same time that we were doing Dancing with the Stars, and I kept telling Jenna, I was like, all right, Jenna, what kind of lifts are we gonna do? She's like, we're the same size. <laughs> I was like, until you. Uh, pack on about 20 pounds you're never gonna lift me so we were in bulking season during Dancing with the Stars he told me <laughs> that he was eating a piece of bread for breakfast and a piece of bread for dinner before the Olympics what? wow what wow. a hearty meal that's two pieces <laughs> <laughs> oh if you do the math it really oh is a lot of, yeah excuse lot of me I was like what yeah that's two pieces and you're gonna try to lift me no. I was eating. I have three. I was wondering why you guys didn't do any lips and flippy, you know, all that Look stuff. Look at these. <laughs> this is the thing. What Skaters lips? have amazing thighs. Yeah. So all of his strength was in his legs. Okay, not in his arms. Yeah. Right, okay. No. But why? Now, do you think you could skate with him? So he's dance no. with you. Can you skate with him? No. I am so bad on <laughs> skates. And so I promised him, though, at the end of all of this, that he can teach me something on the ice and okay. I'll look terrible, but I'll do it. That'll fall. He can just lift you. He never can. Yeah. Skates can never touch the ice. Yeah. By the way, if you're just turning us on, it's Adam Rippon and, of course, Jenna Johnson in here. They just proved to the world that yeah. they are the best dancers in the world. Yeah. Are you going to uh, go on the tour, the dancing tour? You know, now that I'm just like a pro now. <laughs> he keeps saying he's on Troop this next season. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just like, I can't wait till like the celebrity I'm going to dance I'm gonna with next year. I'm going to punch you. Okay, may, may I tell you a little secret I know about Adam and Jenna? Yeah. They're actually, they're sharing the same room. You're, you're staying in the same hotel yes. room. Yeah, we are. Why is that? It's because we seriously became obsessed with each other on this show. I don't know yeah. what it was, but we just instantly got connected. And this is our last day together, actually. This is our last Aww. day together. Oh, there's going to be a problem. I No, no, no. Oh, problem. Yeah. So we had a little slumber party. We snuggled. We had our mirror balls on our uh, little nightstands. We ordered food and watched The Voice last night. Yeah. That was I, our last night together. Well, you know what? Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I have I love- to tell you something important. <laughs> yeah. Because yesterday we felt terrible because we took this red eye from... LA to New York. Mm-hmm. And so we honestly, we just like got into bed. We just started like eating things and I could tan my face and bleach my teeth. So I feel so much better today, <laughs> honestly. I love you so much. <laughs> he bleached his teeth for the radio interview. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing because they Val, sound very white. Val is Jenna's boyfriend, right? And so when she posts the pictures of you guys, he has the hashtag team just friends. <laughs> you know what? Val loves Adam so okay. much. And I think this is the best situation that could have ever happened right. with athlete season and getting a celebrity. Yeah. And so I think Val's kind of fallen in love with Adam as well. Aww. He's just obsessed with him in general. And I think what he's brought out of me in this season, it's been pretty awesome. Well, who isn't obsessed with Adam? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, come real. on. I mean, come on. I'm mean, hang pictures on. of you in my room when I get home just <laughs> everywhere. Is, is Adam, and I'm going to ask this to Jenna, is Adam as into Adam as the rest of us? 
No. Does he? This, is, okay. is, there, is there like a lot of low self-esteem issues going on? <laughs> Actually, it's just like an outer exterior I put on. And it's just like, I get home and it's like so hard. I think he's so confident in himself, but he's the first one to be like, my face looks busted today. Like he's always calling himself out, which I love. I know. It's terrible. It's terrible to like... Love yourself. Be so pretty, but also not at the same time. <laughs> it makes sense him. to me. Oh okay, so, so what happens from this point forward for both of you? I mean, you, you have a 27th season coming up, right? Yeah, and we also have uh, Dancing with the Stars Juniors that just got announced. That will be happening in the summer. So we kind of go back-to-back seasons coming up here. Um, that's what's happening with me. I'm, I'm dancing. But Adam, what's next? Elvis. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Are but... you? Are, are, you know, we're hiring a new co-host. Are, are you, are you, are you yeah, co-host? come on, Adam. Oh my God, yeah. He we needs need, to. We need nice female presence on the show. And you know what? Ding. What? I'll bring that. <laughs> is that. My only request is that I will have as many pictures of myself as Max has in the green room. Right? Yes, he does Max have a lot of pictures. Max the dog, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, he doesn't care. He just licks himself all oh. day. Same. But, no, so... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, where, are there plans, or do you need to like take a vacation? Don't oh, you want to go somewhere? And... I don't want to take a vacation for probably like the next year. I want to do as much as I can, work as much as I can, and just kind of see what feels right. And you know, I just want to do something that I'm really passionate about, and that makes like a lot of money. And yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I like that. Nothing yeah, like I want to stay thin, but I want my pockets to stay fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all making sense. I know the visuals. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm just like so thin, but like so thick. Well, so is there a, is there money to be made doing Dancing with the Stars? I mean, can you make a uh, living? Again? Can you make how a... many cha chas do you want me to do? How many puffs I'm not your monkey, Elvis. Well, no, I've, I've been watching you. Know, look, ever since the Olympics, the, the Olympics were over. I've seen you doing out there doing very important things. For our community, yeah. your appearance on Ellen alone deserves some sort of award. <laughs> but you're doing you're you're very very so so outspoken on so many great issues, you know. And and I just I see you, but I don't see you can't make a living doing that. There's got to be something. You got to go work at a Baskin Robbins or something. You we got to get you right. Like, it's just like I think that I'm just gonna do like important issues and. <laughs> Baskin Robbins. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't know that that would be my destiny until I came here and you were like, that Baskin Robbins. And then I was like, you're right. I need to meet her and work for her. Oh <laughs> There's no woman named Baskin Robbins. Baskin. First name Baskin. That's a great drag Baskin name. Baskin Robbins. Please welcome to the stage, Baskin, Baskin Robbins. Robbins. Here she comes. Well, there are, okay, what about uh, upcom- upcoming Olympics? Are you, are you... Are you kidding me? No, the I'm only not. time I will ever go to the Olympics again is like if I somehow got on a cruise and I got <laughs> lost. I'm going to the Olympics again? Everyone there is 18. <laughs> you look 18. Oh, I don't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jenna, as as one of his best friends, yeah. like if you two were alone in, in the bed with your mirror balls on the nightstands. <laughs> yeah. and, and as he, we do. And, he's, and he said to you, well, what's your advice for me? What, what do you think I should do? What's best suited for me in your opinion? I think Adam needs a platform that he can continue to be Adam. And I don't know what that is. I think he needs to host. Yeah. I think Talk he needs- show. Yes, I think he needs his own talk show. He's amazing um, with people. He's amazing with his views. And 
I want to see him soar. I want him to run for president in a few years. I would vote for him immediately, but... I'd be the first person to go from Baskin Robbins to <laughs> Baskin in the glory. <laughs> yeah. There is that. Yeah. No, I think he has so much ahead of him, and I'm happy that Dancing with the Stars is finally over and that he can venture and try all of these new things, but he needs to stay in the spotlight. He deserves it, and oh. he should be there. Aww. So I know you do... Uh, a lot of work with Trevor Project. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Well, um, I started working with Glad in the Trevor Project. Right. And so, like you said, you know what? Like, after the Olympics, you are given this incredible platform. And um, I think it's important to, you know, always be really authentic to you and, and be yourself. But, like, what does that mean? That doesn't mean just, like, I'm just me and just, like, loud. <laughs> right. I think that, that and you're very good at that, by the way. <laughs> right, because <laughs> I am just me, and I am just loud. You succeed, and um, I I think that means like, what do you stand for? What's important to you? Um, and then that message of being yourself speaks even louder. Mm-hmm. And so, working with the Trevor Project, this the things that they do for LGBTQ youth is really important. It's really amazing, and um, to have the opportunity to come back here to New York, and when is that? June 11th. Thank you, Susan, my publicist. What's June 11th? June 11th is uh, the Trevor Live um, gala dinner. Oh, that's right. I was invited to that. I'm going. Are you hosting? I am hosting. Oh, please don't embarrass us. (laughs) I won't. Yeah, I'm kidding. (laughs) How could I? But but, look, you know, there are a lot of people who are in the spotlight that just want to do their thing and leave the spotlight. They don't want to use their voice to make a difference. And you have decided that this is definitely a priority for you. Well, you know what? I think that... um, like the celebrity that comes with everything is sort of like a byproduct. I I don't I don't I'm not out just to, to try to get famous. I what I really love doing is I really I love entertaining. I love making people laugh. I love interacting with people. I like sharing my story and learning other people's stories and highlighting and raising people up. Um cuz that gives me a lot of joy. Mhm. And I think that um, every opportunity I have to kind of do that and help other people, I'm going to take it. And I think that I can, I have a kind of a knack for doing that and also bringing humor into it and not making it too serious, but also kind of hitting home at, at why it's important to me. There you go. No, you know him better than we do. Is he, is he talking, talk on smack or is he, is that no, from the heart? This right. is, this is genuine. And I think that's one of the, the most amazing things I've learned about him these past six weeks. Um, He's so true to himself, and I love watching him interact with others and to just see him when we're just walking and people swarm to him. You know, he's he's this magnet, and he loves to talk to people, and he loves to hear their story. And they, I just, it's been amazing to just watch them thank him. You know, just thank you so much for being you and for standing up for us, and it's been so beautiful to watch. Well, I tell you what, I'm no stranger to Trevor Project. As a matter of fact, uh, because of your loud voice and because of all the good work I know they do, uh, we're going to donate $20,000 to them right now. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. In, in honor of both of you. Jeez. Absolutely. Oh. In honor of uh, Adam Rip- Rippon and Jenna That's Johnson. Amazing. And uh, And I'm, I'm hoping to see you the night you host the event. Trevor Project is fantastic. I'll be there. You know what? I grew Honestly, up, I'll be there. Growing up a little gay kid in Dallas, Texas, I never needed a Trevor Project because for some reason I navigated the waters with no problem. In the middle of the Bible Belt, I had no issues. There was one guy who made fun of me in high school. He used to call me a faggot and stuff like that. He ended up being Miss Gay Texas 20 years later. I don't know. <laughs> what? He's like, big drag queen. 
it very well. But anyway. <laughs> it was me. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. But I see, I see through my work with, with, with my studies with Trevor Project, and of course the community center here in New York City, you see what, what the, the road for a lot of these kids, and it's, it's not good. So anything that can be done for them is fantastic, and what you're doing is just the best. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I'm, I'm the, an older brother to five of my siblings, as it happens, if you're the, your you're the old responsible brother. I, well, you know what? I'm just at least older. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but you know what? I, I think like growing up, um, I grew up in a really small town in a, like a in the middle of the woods in Pennsylvania, and I kind of felt like I didn't have a role model growing up, and it was tough. And I was really lucky because skating brought me to so many big cities. And um, I honestly, I used to live out in New Jersey, and I would listen to your show every morning. Oh, really? So, so I'm so excited to be here. That's so cool. <sighs> it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, where'd you grow up? Uh, Utah. Yeah. Imagine not, that. They don't want us in Utah. They took us right <laughs> off. I don't know. But they have a huge gay community there, which yeah. is insane. But... Imagine that. And it's all head by Jenna. <laughs> yeah. Are you the queen of yes. the gays yes. in Utah? And Val, we love Val. Oh, yeah, we've known too. Val for years. He's like, we went to his, it was his 30th birthday or Max's 30th yeah. birthday party back in the day. Oh, man. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. That was classy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna. <laughs> well, look, congratulations. Wait, can I ask one question? Oh, no, no. We're, you can stay on all okay. day. Okay. So yeah. if someone walks in, like, obviously you wanted to work with him. Yes. And you got excited. If someone walks in, and you're so disappointed with who they gave you. How do you hide it? I'm really good at acting. So if you threw a big enough fit, could would they change? Switch no, it? no. Like really? Kareem no. Abdul-Jabbar is an icon. Yes. When he walks in, you kind of go, "Yeah, I'm not winning." Like you know what I mean? Like how- one of my best friends is Lindsay Arnold. Okay, and she was with him this past season. Right. I thought she did incredible. She did. She sat on a girl's shoulders and danced with right. Kareem. Like yeah. that was one of their dances. But it, it is hard. You have your challenges, but you kind of just. Roll with the punches. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? I was curious about something. Was there ever talk about the possibility of you being matched with another uh, with a male dancer on the on the show? Um, I think so, a few people. It, it got brought up once or twice, but honestly, I think that um, if they were to do like um, a competition and or a challenge where they matched people up with the same sex, like two girls dance together or two boys dance together, I think it would be awesome i don't think that needs to be like a sexual thing right. i think like right. it's no, cool. just cool like yeah. it would be cool but being a like a gay guy dancing with the girl i felt like i was sort of at an advantage because you know val would come in and kind of help and he'd be like touch her <laughs> and, like, and i was where? like where everywhere <laughs> he's like anywhere move her <laughs> i'm like i'm well, okay. What, what, did you did you feel Jenna that w- dancing with Adam was there ever an, an awkwardness between no. the two of you? I mean, did you ever? There feel... was an immediate like a comfortability with each other. Okay. And there were no hesitations. You know, and I feel like with someone straight, you're like, oh, I have to flirt with them kind of to get them to do something. Oh, really? This well, is, it, it's this is hard. What it's, it's difficult, you know. And so being with a gay person was like the best. Well, because like there's that connection, but you don't need. There's no like. Oh no, my my wife is gonna be upset. I don't got no wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, now I do. Oh, now you do. <laughs> well, forget. Look, I tell you, it's our last day. I know. Every every morning after after a performance, we would come in and we'd be buzzing. Especially Danielle, her family. Love I mean, it. they were glued. 
they, to the show every we, week. We, we watch the repeats and the Christmas, you know, finale, and yeah. all, and we rewatch. My son, I've said we love it. That's so so it brings us together as a family. It really does because yeah, we enjoy so. watching it together as a family and rooting on our favorite teams and voting and everything. It's really it's it's awesome. I love it. Thank you. Well, congratulations. So do you have a follow-up question? Because I don't want to no, end I'm the good. interview if you have I more. could sit and talk to them for hours, I but too. I know we got to go. By the way, we, we actually, they're using Dimitri, our driver, today. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have, we, we, we can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. We have him. You have him until 7 tonight. So just <laughs> just fun, go, kids. go. I'll be back by 7. Go like the wind, old ladies. Uh, Adam Rippon and Jenna Johnson, of course, the winners, 26th season of Dancing with the Stars. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. Stan Mason, official life coach of the Elvis Duran Morning Show, on a mission to help you discover your life's purpose. Find out how each week on my brand new podcast, Life Amplified. You can listen for free on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Tate's Bake Shop's signature thin, buttery chocolate chip cookies are uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. If you're looking for the perfect, most delicious gift ever, you can actually send Tate's Delectable Brownies, Blondies, all of it. Visit tatesbakeshop.com. Make sure you enter promo code ELVIS for 20% off your next order. Wow. So, uh, Adam Rippon and Jenna Johnson, how great were they? That was so cool. I really loved our time with them. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, truly, truly, truly. And, and it's kind of weird because we have a connection with Jenna through Val. Right. Right. Who we've known for a long time. And now yeah. Adam is our new adopted son. Mm-hmm. So we have him. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Seriously. So many things I get from Dancing with the Stars. Like, Sharna is, you know, one of the dancers on there. She has bright red hair. And after I went to see them on tour, I took the hair color to my hairdresser. And I'm like, this is what I want. Right. Because she pops on stage, you know. I mean, they all, they're just so, they all have their own personal style. It's so, it's so cool to see that the dancers themselves, the professional dancers, have become celebrities. When you go see them in a venue and they walk in a room and people flock to them because you watch them every week. Well, you know, you know? To be honest, when they first started Dancing with the Stars, people were like, what? That's yeah. not going to work. What a stupid idea. Yeah. Look at it. Yep. It's really done. It's done a lot. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's part of our culture. Hey, uh, got to say hi to Jess in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Received a text. Jess says, I'm having a rough morning. Just just wanted to say hi. So we're saying hi to Jess. Hi, Jess. So, so it got me to thinking, even though I don't think anyone in this room is having a bad morning, except for Nate, maybe. Always. Um, <laughs> he said always. always. I just, you know, if, look, sometimes we have good days, sometimes we have of bad course. days. If you're having a bad day today, warmth coming your way. I know mm. that's very, very granola, you know, hug a tree, but. Yeah, but sometimes it helps. There are some nights when I go to bed and I start thinking about a friend who's going through something like just really awful tragedy, sadness, sickness, someone passed away, whatever. And I, I do, I send my. I send my my little prayer toward right. toward them, and I start thinking about well, all the people. How many people in this world tonight are going to bed, and they just didn't make their dream come true today? Yep. You know, and uh, I, th- I I think about that. You know, and I I wonder if the if the the quote unquote magic of sending positive thoughts does it work? Right. I do wonder. I think it does. I definitely think it does. Are you kidding me? And 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 when I say my prayers at night, I always have the kids with me, and we always go right. Who are we adding today? 
and we add like somebody or something that we've heard or whatever, you know, and you, and then when, when I get word that something positive happened to that person, I always bring it back to the kids and I go, Hey, we prayed for so-and-so and look what happened. They're doing much better. Good. And it makes you, you know, feel like your prayers are working. Good. You're a great mom. Oh, I try. Yeah, you do, and it works. Uh, let's get into sound with Garrett. Hello, Garrett. Good morning. What's going on? Uh, well, I want to play this for you. This is kind of interesting. So McDonald's is going back in time for their new theme song. Now, normally theme songs have come to dubstep, auto-tune, some hip-hop guys just trying to make something very catchy. Well, McDonald's is like going back to the 1950s for their new breakfast jingle. It does sound old school. Yeah. <laughs> They use real drums. <laughs> That's what commercials used to sound like. Yeah. Wow. So you'll you'll see that and hear that all around TV and radio. Uh, Makes very me want a McMuffin. Right. <laughs> and you should see the commercial. Everything's beautiful on there. Uh, Sarah Paulson, our friend, she was on The Tonight Show last night, and she could do a lot of celebrity impressions, but she's getting tired of it, so she started working on animal impressions. All right, I'll close my... <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Sarah Paulson doing a dolphin. <laughs> She's so talented. Uh, J- Johnny Knox. Johnny Knoxville was on Jimmy Kimmel last night talking about his new movie Action Point, based off of the New Jersey theme park Action Park, where you used to go and uh, you would leave Action Park with an injury, like a broken arm or Not leg, all the time, oh, most of, of the a time. Lot of they called it Traction Park. Yep. <laughs> all right, so listen to the injuries Johnny Knoxville got while filming Action Point. <laughs> Four concussions. I had two blowout fractures of my left eye caused by a broken orbital laminate in my face, which I didn't know I had. But when I blew my nose, my eye popped out, and I'm like, I must have a broken orbital lamina. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Blowing oh your nose and your eye God. just pops out yeah, twice. Well, another day at the office. Uh, Sean Mendez gives us some new music uh, that dropped overnight. It's called Nervous and sounds like this. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, speaking of Shawn Mendes, I think of Charlie Puth. You, you asked me yesterday, Straight Nate, if I had heard the Charlie Puth album. I actually listened to the whole thing last night. So good, it isn't really, it? It really is voice good. Notes? Yeah, it's good. So How good. great is that Boys to Men song? It's Charlie Puth and Boys yeah. to Men. Listen to the whole thing. Mm. All right, uh, yeah, it's called If You Leave Me Now on, on Charlie Puth's album. Uh, all right, so I was watching this on my DVR the other day. Uh, charity Cornhole Tournament was going down. Wait, a bunch- hold on. Slow down. A, a Charity, charity cornhole, cornhole Tournament. Wait, wasn't that? Drag name Charity Cornhole. Charity Cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. so. It was. <laughs> hey, welcome to the stage, Charity Cornhole. So the tournament got uh, a little intense, and a bunch of grown-ups got into a fight. So what happens a, when grown-ups get into a fight? Wait, it happened at the Cornhole tournament. Charity Cornhole tournament. They're raising oh. money for charity. Okay, here we go. I love her. Get! Get out of here! We will stop this tournament right now. We are adults, and this is ridiculous. It is a cornhole tournament fundraiser. Cut the crap! Oh. <laughs> wow! That's awesome. That is the best. Was that real? I didn't even think that was real. I love her. Can we Damn. hire her? Yes. Wow. <laughs> this is stupid. Cut I mean, the crap! Cornholing is you're, all, you're asking for trouble when it comes to cornholing. <laughs> and raising money for charity. I know.
All right, thank you, Garrett. You're, you're welcome. You're a good Garrett? American. Danielle, what's yes. going on? All right, so the Memorial Day weekend is upon us, and a Star Wars story, the solo movie, will be out. It is the only new movie in theaters playing on nearly 4,400 screens. Previews start Thursday night. Hollywood insiders are saying, you ready? About $170 million that movie should make this wow. weekend. So, yeah. I'm not surprised at this. The Big Bang Theory on CBS was the most watched show on broadcast television last year. CBS was the most watched network for the 10th straight year, so uh, congratulations to them. They know what they're doing over there. Sam Hunt has baby fever. He says that he has more baby fever than his wife, but she's coming around. And Britney Spears' baby daddy wants more child support. Kevin Federline's lawyer says he deserves three times the amount he's getting He's getting around $20,000 a month right now. Yeah. Liam Neeson is joining Chris Hemsworth in the new Men in Black movie. And we do have a new champion on The Voice for season 14. Bryn Cartelli won, gives Kelly Clarkson a win in her first season as a coach. So congratulations. We love Kelly Clarkson. So excited for her. The fourth season finale of Empire is on tonight. The two-hour, 36-season finale of Survivor is on tonight. Law & Order SVU star and a little Krypton. Uh, thank you, Danielle. All right, coming up... Uh, for First of all, we got to get some food news from Froggy in here. Froggy, are you up to the challenge? Oh, I am all ready to go. I've got it. Also, oh, right here. Oh, boy. Oh. All right, so several <laughs> days ago, uh, WebGrow Kathleen had this great idea. She posted on our social media uh, this post. Screw humility. I want you to brag. Amazing new job. Did you bake some great cookies? Whatever. Whatever you did that you want to be shouting out to the world, that you're proud about, let us know. It's very rare that you get an opportunity to say, hey, I'm, I'm actually pretty cool because I just did this, or yeah. I can do this really well. So we asked people to respond. We're going to get into the, those in a few minutes. And if you have time to go into Elvis Duran or at Elvis Duran on Twitter or Instagram, then uh, let us know. Like, What is it about you that's so great? Oh, that's cool. That sounds kind of sarcastic the way I ask it. What's so good about you? Yeah, what's so good about you? But it's good. It's a positive. Th- we're always right. looking at the negative of ourselves. So let's look at the positive of ourselves. Yeah, give yourself some credit. It's, yeah. it's a pretty cool exercise. Elvis Duran. You know who that person is? Who is that? Who is that? King of the world. And the morning show. Ooh, I know someone who got hacked. Who? I'm not going to say. I thought you were going to say me. I'm going to say not me because I have LifeLock and they would have told me well, you if know, I got hacked. I'm on the air saying this you know, until I'm blue in the face. Uh, yeah. LifeLock could really make a difference in your life. Okay, LifeLock Identity Theft Protection with the added power of Norton Security because, you know, Norton's always been there on our computers to keep us safe. Yeah. And, but now, you, know, you got computers, you got information all together. It makes sense to get new LifeLock Identity Theft Protection with the added power of Norton Security. So, uh, it was innocent. He went to check his credit. His credit was really low. Yeah. There were, there were a lot of uh, applications for loans and things using... His information. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. I think that they're still trying to figure it out. But something got really bad. Something he could have caught because it's right there in black and white on his his credit report. Yeah. Look, uh, no one can stop every cyber threat or prevent all identity theft. But new LifeLock, Norton Security, they can uncover threats that we might miss. Yeah. And I want you to start out at just $7.99 a month plus applicable taxes Get an additional 10% off. Just do this. Go to lifelock.com today. Enter the promo code Elvis for 10% off your first year. That's lifelock.com. Enter the code Elvis. You really need life. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. As you know, um, we talk about Tate's cookies all the time. Oh, yeah. Tate's invented by our friend Kathleen King years ago out in Southampton, in the Hamptons. So we're doing this really cool, uh, this cool flyaway, mm-hmm. uh, drive away, whatever. 
It's the Tate's Weekend in the Hamptons with Greg T. Sweepstakes. <laughs> what? So wait, so what do they win? A weekend in the Hamptons with Greg T. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. wait. And what are you going to do with them? Well, I'll tell you one good thing you're going to do. Tell them. Okay, so we're going to have breakfast first, and then we get an exclusive tour inside Tate's Cookie Factory. We're going to see how they actually make the Tate's cookies. Wait, you're going to the factory or going to the bake shop? Well, isn't the factory the bake shop? Isn't that the same thing where they do it, where they make them? Maybe both. We we don't know exactly where you're going. Maybe we need to look into that. I don't know. Full tour. It's going to be awesome. Exclusive. Look, I've I've been going to Southampton in the Hamptons for, I mean, since I was a kid, yeah. and and I remember the year they opened up Tate's Bake Shop. It was called something differently, but it was owned by Kathleen. It was yeah. called Kathleen's Bake Shop, to be huh. honest. Honest, and it's still there, and they're still serving you know everything, cookies, cakes, everything out of this bake shop. Yeah. So what you'll do, it's a trip for two to Southampton, New York, June 9th through 11th. You get five hundred dollars spending cash in the Hamptons. That'll last about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And you get to visit the original Tate's Bake Shop okay. with Greg T. and founder Kathleen King. That's I think so, that's so cool. Yeah. That is, I was super excited when they asked her, like, are you available? I'm like, yes, absolutely, I'm and, available. And I'm sure totally they'll in. give you some cookies. I mean, I would think oh, yeah. they Look, our, our friend Dennis, for instance. Dennis, Dennis, come here. Den- Dennis. God, he's just oblivious to the world. Hello. <laughs> uh, you know anyway. what else I heard? I Dennis, heard- come here. Do they not listen to the show out there? Don't you remember we used to go to Tate's Bake Shop all the time in oh, South Oh, yes. America? So we're giving away a weekend in the Hamptons with Greg T <laughs> and a trip to the original bake shop. Oh, my God. You'll love it. Remember? You will love it. It's the best. I, know. I mean, it's like... Maybe it's, they could do it. Remember your old house in the Hamptons that you used to have? That was... Maybe they can go there and no. knock on the door. We'll give you the address. <laughs> the thing is, is, okay, to be honest, when Dennis and I went to Tate's Bake Shop, yeah. we were stoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that first time, yeah, that's right. And it was early. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you my favorite Dennis, Dennis uh, Hampton Stone story? What? It was snowing, and yeah. we had no business driving on the roads. But we were we were a little, little getting a little little kooky. Yeah. And I said, let's go to the store and get some stuff to make macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we drove in the snow to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and we bought a box of. Craft macaroni Kraft and cheese. Craft macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. With the powder. But yeah. then we went to the gourmet cheese section and we spent like $40 on cheese. Oh. So we only oh used God. the craft macaroni part. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so I used the macaroni out of the box I and then I, then I melted all these cheeses. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And but it was yeah, delicious. But our trips to a, to Tate's Bake Shop, those were notorious. Fantastic. Not, not, not mm. Notorious, but yeah. famous. Listen, anyway, you're more than welcome I'm to come hungry. along with us. You want to come, you're pleased. Oh, yeah. You can. If you want to win the Tate's Weekend in the Hamptons with Greg T. Sweepstakes. That's pretty cool. Uh, go to ElvisDuran.com, keyword contests. It's I right there this. for you. I know. Plus, you get to spend time with Greg T. Oh, well, come on now. That's a right. bonus. Unfortunately, you know. Dennis Clark, everyone. Let's get <laughs> right there. Let's go have lunch today. All right. Let's do that. All right. Anyway, it's, oh, it's Froggy's Food Froggy's News. Froggy's Food News. Hey, Froggy. Good morning, Elvis. So, n- we all love our M&M's. We can't get enough M&M's. Well, guess what? M&M's is expanding its white chocolate offering to its nut-loving fans by announcing the upcoming launch of white chocolate peanut M&M's. Mm. Oh, my God. That sounds good. Oh. Hitting shelves uh, later this fall, uh, white chocolate peanut M&M's. They have a uh, surrounded white chocolate with a rich chocolate wrapped in the brand's colorful I'm in. candy oh, shell. So There's a peanut good. in there. Done. White chocolate and a candy shell. They come in three sizes, so pick those up on stores this fall. Thank you. Uh, Oreos are back. Cereal. You wanna you want your Oreos in your cereal? They're back, and they're golden Oreos hitting shelves uh, on Walmart. 
uh, June of 2018. They'll be at uh, nationwide retailers also later on in a couple months. But you'll be able to get golden corn pieces covered in a glistening cream coating. <laughs> Ori O's cereal every single morning. You're getting golden corn pieces, Elvis. I want those. What'd you eat last night? (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? We're all on a budget, all trying to save money, so I want to let you know that for the rest of this week, through Sunday, you can stop by Domino's, get a large two-topping pizza. It's carry-out only. Two toppings, large pizza, just $5.99. Nice. That's your food. How do they sell pizza so cheaply? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, $5.99. It's a large pizza, two toppings. You can order it on the phone, in store, on Domino's website, or uh, via their mobile ordering app. I hope I have that weekend this weekend. Two <laughs> toppings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Food news. Where's You're the food welcome. news jingle? Where's the food news jingle? Here it is. The best part of waking up is Froggy's news about grub. <laughs> That's right. Froggy's news about grub. About grub. All right. So... <laughs> I don't know why we don't do this more, but it's okay to recognize something really great about you and tell the world about it. Sure. You know? And so that's why I thought it was a brilliant idea when Web Girl Kathleen went on to at Elvis Duran on Insta and Twitter, basically saying, toot your horn. Yeah. What is what is so great about you? We got great responses. Like Evan Johnson, I'm two and a half weeks away from finishing my training and officially becoming a flight attendant for American Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're going to fly the silver can. <laughs> Uh, this person says, I made it through the first day by myself with a newborn. Hubby went back to work today. Everyone survived. That is definitely something. It's it's great to, like, point out things. Give yourself credit where credit's due. That's amazing. This person says, I followed my dream of moving to New York City. One-way plane ticket and an Airbnb. I found a full-time job within a week. Loving life. Wow. Uh, someone here, I moved someone's laundry from the washer to the dryer instead of just leaving it out. That's insane. That was very... I Come know. on! I hate those a-holes that just throw your wet <laughs> underwear on the floor. Anyway, uh, Carly. Hi, Carly. Hi. Let me ask you a question. Is it easy for yeah. you to like recognize something really great about you and then brag about it? I mean, are you a little shy about stuff like that? I mean, everybody who knows me knows what I do. It's just a part of me. I mean, I'm just one badass social worker. Oh, a badass social worker. Good for you. That's great. What makes you a badass social worker? Um, I think that my dedication does. Like, it's very obvious in everything I do that I'm just dedicated to the job, and that's all it takes. Listen to you. I love it. Is it that difficult to say great things about yourself? I mean, would you? I don't find you finding any problem at all doing right. it because you're a badass <laughs> social worker. Yeah. But there, it's really difficult. It's difficult, especially do this. You know, I, I challenge people to do this all the time. Look yourself in the mirror and say, "Hey, you. Yeah. You're fantastic. Especially when you're having a crappy day, which we all have, and you're picking yourself apart. Look in the mirror and go, "Okay." This is good, and this is good, and this is good. You know. All right, well, look, Carly, thank you, you badass social worker. Have a great day. <laughs> hello, Carol. Hello, now, lady. Is it, how well, are hello, you? lady. We're doing well. Now, is it difficult for you to say good things about yourself? Well, yes, it is, but I am retired. I was in the Air Force for 24 years. Oh, and, well, thank you for your service. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Um, and I came to Omaha, Nebraska. I got a job, a good job um, that I enjoy, but... I just woke up one day and said, I want to be a gypsy. That's always been my dream. So um, next next week, I'm flying to New York City to see my daughter and her husband. And then I'm flying to Seattle. And then I'm going to come back and get my truck and my motorcycle. And I'm just going to travel the United States. And when I'm done with that, I'm going abroad. Oh, my Good gosh. Good for you. My favorite yeah, part of the story is I'm going to grab my truck and my motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I love that. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's like something that I just, I know that I was kind of put on this earth to do just to go find myself. And, and everybody says, well, what are you running from? I'm running to something. I don't know what it is. I love but you're I'm not running. running. You're, on a, you're just on a nice a nice journey. Yeah. Here, this yeah. is great incentive for anyone and everyone who's, let's say, just starting out. You're 22 years old, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we were saying earlier, it's a scary topic, but being able to save a little money is great, especially yeah. if you want to have a great life on the other side of your, your, your work cycle. Oh, yeah. Just like Carol. That's great. We love you, Carol. Congratulations. I love you, too. Have a great day. You, too. Wow. Pick me up on your motorcycle. <laughs> What's your question, Scary? I find myself never vocalizing feeling great, but I feel great on the inside, but I never vocalize it. So at what point does this cross the line into... Feeling great about you? No, but... It, yeah, I feel great about myself, but I never, I never come out with it. You know, I never say something. I never, I never like toot my own horn. But at what point does it become obnoxious if you toot your own horn? Well, so to, well like if you go on and on and yeah. on. You yeah. know what? You know. If you're going to toot your own horn, you also need to be great at tooting other people's horns. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, I toot you, you toot me. <laughs> we all toot each other. We all toot each other? Let's toot each other. That's what we're doing this weekend. Come on, you big tooter. <laughs> Seriously. You know, it, it's great to be, the, I think first and foremost, priority one should be learning to find great things in other people. Yeah. Then when you can do that and vocalize it, then you have license to talk about yourself. Yeah. How about that, Scary? That, I like that. That's a and, and you're really you're really great about pointing out positive. You really are. You always tell me nice things all the time, and I don't. It's very kind of you. You're very kind. So you you should. You you're know. on the right path. On. So tomorrow, I want you to come in and brag about something. I'm awesome. All right. <laughs> Hello, Nicole. Hi. Oh my God, this is actually happening. It is happening. You're you're on with us, and we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, that might be a little much. I'm tooting but my okay. own horn. Pardon me. Look the other way while I toot myself. <laughs> okay, Nicole, this is a big deal. Tell everyone what you did and why you're proud of yourself. Go. Well, last night I was on shift working as an EMT when a woman's water broke at the Garden State Plaza and I delivered a baby girl. That's that's awesome. And that's my mole. Which store? So I don't go there today. Oh, I don't think I can tell you that. It didn't, it didn't happen at Auntie Anne's pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> you cleaned know, it up, right? not happen at Auntie Anne's. Nicole, let's not take away the, this. is awesome. This is great. Congratulations. You delivered a friggin' baby. Yeah. You brought life into the world. Thank you. Was it a boy or a girl? A girl. Oh, look at that. So cute. Talking about having a Cinnabon in the oven. <laughs> Let's hear it for Nate, everyone. Yeah, Nate. Nate, Nate. Oh, that was Nate's joke. That was Nate. Nate. All right, Nicole. Thank you very much. Hi, Gina. Hi, guys. How are you today? We're doing well. If you have a horn, I want you to toot it. Go. All right. I'm going to toot my horn, but I'm going to do it without crossing a line, what you guys were just talking about, because okay. this is coming from the most humble heart that it could ever be, because I thank the man upstairs for everything that I have. I own a dance studio in Florida, and everybody said I would never make it due to my background or this and that. Well, you know what? I pushed through it. And I'm going into year five, and I'm moving to a new location in two weeks. Bam. So, everybody, you can eat it. <laughs> that is awesome. Look at that. Now, how, how long has this been in the, in the works? How long have you been, have you been uh, doing your own business, your own dance studio? I have been in, I've been in business for now four years, but I ran a studio before this, and I managed it. And I knew that if I wanted to build and get better, I needed to go on my own. So, I took everything I had. And I went for it, and I just every day killed myself and busted my butt. And here I am, and it's getting bigger and better, and every day there's a payout for it. And I tell my students, it's okay to toot your own horn, but you do it humbly, and you love everybody around you. We've created such a beautiful family because of that, and we really want to make sure that the kids, as they grow up, are really 
understanding that you have to support each other. So when you do want to toot your own horn every now and then, I believe it was Greg T that said it, you're not crossing the line. You say it humbly. You don't have to you know, brag about it, make a big deal, but it's okay. You need to do that for your own mental Good for health. You. Gina, Alex, you know, Gina, you're awesome. You are awesome. I'm gonna, no, you're awesome. No, you're, <laughs> you're awesome. Don't even start. You're the awesome I want to take a class at Gina's oh studio. God. I do, too. Well, thank you, Gina. And it's a pleasure to know that you're listening to us every day. Every single day, you guys make my day, man. I love you guys and I like, so much. I like thank your you motto. So hey, I proved I could do it, so yep. eat it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what? I, I lost her. Oops. Uh, do you know how many celebrities say that, too, where they are being told, you know, all through their life, you can't act, you can't sing, blah, 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 and then they make it, and that's the first thing they go is to all the haters out there who well, told me I couldn't do it. Can you name the, the name? I can name the name. Go ahead. Name one. Bob McKenzie, <laughs> who said on the phone, really? I'm going to have to let you go from the radio station because you're not really going to make it in radio. <gasps> Where's Bob now? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but you know what? But I thank Bob for giving me a little motivation, a little yeah. fire into the ass. Yeah. Hey, did, can you name the person? Who said that to me? Who made you feel like, eh, made you second guess yourself? Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to say their name. All right. I'm not going to give them the benefit. We call her mom. <laughs> no. No, All no, right. no. We got to take a break. An interesting Way Back Wednesday phone tap. One of the originals from the year 2000. With David Brody. Wait till you hear this guy. It's coming up next. Hey, guys. What up? Hey, it's Katy Perry. This is Jay-Z. This is Bruno Mars. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. Hey, it's Elvis Duran. You've heard how Wells Fargo is holding themselves accountable for recent issues. They're working hard to rebuild trust, reestablish core values, and stay vigilant. So check out where they're headed at wellsfargo.com slash renew. You just might be surprised. Wells Fargo Bank and A. All right, the letter says, Dear Elvis, my husband Joe and I were coming home from St. Louis. He had a broken leg. We we're getting off the plane, and he fell down the stairs at the airport and made it worse by oh, fracturing no. his ankle. So now this guy has a broken leg and a fractured ankle. Yeah. He is not in a good mood. Our only goal is to get an ambulance for him to get to the hospital to have it all set and fixed. His primary care physician didn't want to write him one of those little referral tickets to get the ambulance out there to pick him up. He couldn't do it because we couldn't get Joe to leave the house on his own. So he's home with his brother Artie taking care of him. After a lot of fighting, he got the doctor to approve the ambulance to come and pick him up to take him to the hospital to get his leg fixed. Uh Already broken leg. Right. Now it's fractured Mm. on top of that. Please, wouldn't it be funny... Doreen says, if you call him up and tell him the ambulance that's about to take him to a world with less pain is canceled and not coming to get him. (laughs) So, Doreen, thank you. We're now calling Joe, and we're going to cancel his ambulance on this phone tap. I'm warning you, he gets very mad. Hello? Uh, Is this Mr. Hayes? Yes. Uh, Hi, my name is David Corneman. I'm calling from Dr. Simon's office. Yes. Uh, We have to go over a couple of details with you. Do you have a minute? Yep. Great. You had surgery on your right knee two weeks ago? Correct. And you called here for a referral? Correct. Because you need an ambulance? Yes. Okay. Dr. Simon asked me to go over the records for that. Oh. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. You seem to be in a bit of pain. Are you all right? Oh. We got a call confirming the referral from a, a rural ambulance. Right. Yeah. The referral should not have been given without the, the doctor's uh, okay. He has not checked you out. So we told the ambulance company not to come get you. Listen, you I'm telling you right now, if this ambulance isn't here, when I get on my feet, I'm going to come down here and knock your head off. I'm sitting in this chair for five days. Oh, my. And I can't move. I got four kids. I can't 
Oh, not Mr. Haynes. If you dare take this ambulance from me, I'll come down and get you. You hear me, you? My What's God. your name? What's your name? Uh, David Corner. David Corner. You dare oh take this ambulance service away from me today? I can't walk. You don't know what it is to live in a real world. You live in a bubble. Uh, I I'm just doing my job. Your job is over when I get on my feet. You hear me? You. You. You call them right now and you change your policy. I don't know if there's anything I can do at this point. Uh, David Corneman, did you sprain your ankle yelling at It's broken! It's broken! I can't move! We I'm can't confirm pain. that. We can't confirm a broken leg unless we see you. I need to get these x-rays. I can't get out of the house. I understand that. Just tell me... It took me two hours to get to the toilet bowl. You don't know what the is going on here. Uh, Mr. Hayes, just explain to me how the accident happened. Maybe I can take care of this right now. Arnie, get his name. Listen to me. Just, David just, what? Corneman, just tell me what happened. Corneman, I promise you I will stop you from breathing if you don't have a ambulance here. Just tell me how the accident happened. I'll take care I of it. I was on a Continental Airlines flight, and I fell from the top deck of a airport all the way to the bottom, and I broke my leg. Okay, I'm writing this all this down. Time in five days, I get to get out of the house. I get to get to an ambulance to get my doctor status, and you're going to sit there in your office and tell me I can't have an ambulance? All right, I'm writing all this down. Now, sir... Oh, All right, now were you drinking on the plane at the time? I wasn't drinking, that's your answer. Oh, is there anyone who can verify the broken leg? This isn't like an insurance thing, is it? I want Dr. Simon on the phone right now. Uh, I can't put Dr. Simon, he's on with a patient. I, I, I tell you right now, if you stop this ambulance from coming here today, you're going to have a lawsuit on your hands. I'm telling you right now, Artie, get in touch with my wife and get in touch with the attorney right now. I want your name and your phone number. Look, sir, it's not... It's I want your phone number right I'll give you my phone number. I'll give you the phone number. The second you're getting a call from my attorney. Hey, I'll, my attorney on the phone. Hey, listen. It's not my fault you're a klutz. I'm a klutz? You call me a klutz? You call me a klutz? You call me a klutz? Well, maybe that's he a harsh a word. He called me a klutz. Sir, be careful. You get might... Me, right, get me on the phone with Dr. Simon All right, right hold now. on. I'll get him. I'll get him. Hold on. And while I'm getting him, don't sprain your wrist on the phone. Hold on. David Corneman, whoever the he is just canceled my he's from dr simon's office he called me a clutch he says while i'm picking up the phone to my attorney i hope i don't sprain my wrist uh mr hayes yes your wife asked us to play a joke on you this is a phone tap this is not david corneman no this is dave brody from elvis Strand in the morning show this phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants After opening up that gift bag of goodies from yeah. the BTS army, mm -hmm. I'm noticing weird things. Like, Scary ate half of a Kit Kat and half of a Twix. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to save a little sugar for later. You know, but you ate half and half, so it's like a whole. Uh, Just... Sort of, yeah. yeah. I'm not doing as much. Uh... Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. Don't even da try it. Danielle, what do you have going on? All right, so actually a couple of really cool things. Uh, a list of celebrities and the foods they hate. So Tom Brady hates strawberries. Who hates oh. strawberries? Well, it could be allergic. Jimmy Fallon hates mayonnaise. I knew I liked that Jimmy Fallon for a reason. Kelly Clarkson, Brussels sprouts, Gordon Ramsay, pineapple pizza. Well, you know, uh, Charlie Puth detests Brussels sprouts. Oh, Remember yeah, the last yeah. time we had him here? Oh. Oh, yeah. He got violent. We yeah. gave him the Brussels sprouts and he almost threw up. I felt so bad. Well, you knew he didn't like them and you gave them to him. That yes. wasn't, it wasn't very nice. It was hilarious. Uh, let's
let's see. So this is interesting. So uh, Kate Middleton, Prince William's daughter, Princess Charlotte, is three years old. Any clothing worn by Princess Charlotte immediately sells out. A finance group calculated that Charlotte in her lifetime will add more than $4 billion to the British economy. Wow. That Damn. is crazy. And, uh, okay. Can I do one more thing? Yeah, okay. do one more. Okay, so this is interesting. Uh, this was on The Tonight Show. Danica Patrick revealed to Jimmy Fallon she will be the first woman to host the ESPY Awards. It's all going down July 18th, and she's very excited. She says she loves doing things for the first time and being the first woman to do them. Thank you, Danielle. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.